The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of East San Ho. What they know my name? No No chance in hell. <coughs> <coughs> what up, what up? The no chance in hell. There's no chance that Tom Brady is fucking retiring. I'm calling it now. It's all Fugazi. I, I, listen, man, I know you guys might have saw a video where he said he's retiring. Yeah, it, 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 it's all Fugazi. <laughs> I, I, there's, I know it's trending all over the world right now. Don't you believe it? Hey, I'm not, man. You know why he did this? Remember what he did as soon as he retired last year? Do you remember one of the first appearances that we made, that he made? I showed it to you, and I definitely talked to someone about it. Do you remember? Yeah, he said, they asked him, are you coming? Are you done? He said, never say never. No, 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 no. After he ret- after he retired, you know, or whatever, do you remember one of the first, like, like people he was hanging out with? Ricky? Ricky Williams, he went. Yep. <laughs> Heisman showed him some love. They sent him the fucking jersey, you oh, know, yeah, like the goat jersey. Get high for, you want to get high real quick? Well, I'm saying, man, come on. <laughs> He's about to go smoke hella trees, just like that weed, right? Hit that weed, and then like. He'd be like, you know what, man? I am the goat, man. <laughs> no, man. I mean, retiring is like a state of mind, you know. <laughs> I think I'll go back, even though I am retired, man. <laughs> and shout out to everyone who's up in the chat. Shout out to strangers. Shout out to the Who Day. Bakes a lot up in the building. What up? 
Uh oh, Juggernaut in the house. What's up? <laughs> Derek in the house, and yep, it is Vince. The no chance in hell. And yeah. hey, high upside, low risk. What up, bro? He said, "Wake up, wake up! It's the first of the month." We're in February now. And I'll tell you one thing, full swing is the dynasty leagues. Like don't sleep on them. 420crew.org. Go make sure you join the crew in these dynasty leagues. In uh, we, we have four spots in the number 17. We got four spots in the number 18 and then five spots in the number 19. And that's the one that Bogey's going to be in. And, uh, you know, a bunch of the crew as well. So yeah, 420crew.org. Don't sleep on it, guys. I'm trying to choose which one I'm in. Which one am I in? You're in the 19. Who's in that one so far? Everybody that you told me. Okay, good. <laughs> Except for like Big Sons. He was the only one you didn't tell me. And then, but Tino, Steamboat, Antonio, and Mike Joseph. Those are the uh, okay. Those are nice. The you told me to hold. Let's it. fucking go. There we go. Yeah, I refuse to be in some of these dynasty leagues with some of these fucking guys that keep joining every league. They're like cancerous. <laughs> There's certain guys, man. <laughs> nah, really, it's one guy, right? It's like five. Well, because the Flash is gone but now. Like, the Flash, yeah, he's still in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one that he that he prepaid this next year because he traded away his uh, traded away his picks or whatever. <clears throat> let's see who else is up in here and Derek will give him the, the limelight saying we retired the goat <laughs> at least for this week he'll be he'll be is retired that, through the Super Bowl I man is that is that what Cowboy fans are hanging their hat on right now I mean you don't really have anything else to hang your head on I'm so I mean like, it's so bad hey gotta, gotta hang it retire nobody bro <laughs> And Devo, let's smoke it up. Can't remember if I shouted you out for throwing in the super chat. You demand Devo. And don't forget, for everybody who's paying attention to all these raffle items and everything that we got going down on the Super Bowl, which is two weeks away, less than two weeks away, get in your super chats. It's just going to keep adding up and adding up. And yeah, we're going to have like eight separate raffles like on the Super Bowl show. And four of them are going to be signed jersey. Oh, yeah. And I threw, I threw it on the bottom of all the, uh, the signed jerseys. So if you guys forgot about those, but we got the Matt Judon jersey. We got the Andre Risen jersey. We got Javon Holland and we got Dante Culpepper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Javon, that Javon Holland is fire. And the Big BS, would you call all of Tom Brady's championships legit? Well, the thing is, yeah. I'm on. Yeah, I would. I'm on record for yes. saying that Tom you Brady is not. Is not the goat to me that it's Joe Montana, and don't, it's not that they all. Take. That's my take. No, 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 no. I've been on that forever. You, I mean, yeah, you, I've been on that since I've been born. Yeah, but you, but you say that Tom Brady's the goat still. So of I, this I, era. Well, yeah, because but that's, I'm one of those era guys. Yeah, but I don't, and, I don't get, I don't give him the credit. Brady, okay, there's the goat, and there's the greatest of all time. Brady can be the acronym. Joe Montana, Michael Jordan, they've never lost it. Yeah. LeBron is not. The, LeBron can be our GOAT. When they say GOAT, they, you know when they go, oh, he's one oh. of the GOATs. Well, yeah. See, for, plural. I don't give plural. 
I don't, yeah, I don't get behind that because to me, the goat is the greatest of all time. That there is yeah, no other, bro, don't come on. That, I know, I'm just saying for everyone who may be watching, because I know there's people just like you said, oh, yeah, he's one of the goats, you know. I mean, that's it's kind of hard to just say who's the one greatest of all time, but to me, it's still Joe Montana and uh, all the bullshit. See, Derek throwing it out right there, yeah, the the spy gate, deflate gate. So, yeah, I mean, all these questionable he's things, the best, and every championship <laughs> is his. People don't like it when I say that, so I'm gonna keep emphasizing it. Oh no, people do Tom like Brady it. is the greatest that we've ever seen. Yeah, and and, well, no. and and as far as what we think, who's the greatest? We say Joe Montana. Tom See, Brady. That's crazy because it's Tom like Brady isn't. Say, you know what's not the, the greatest that we've ever that, seen? Like, he's like, the greatest me, team player. Me and you, me and you were like, I mean, we were barely even fucking alive for Joe Montana shit. But that's yeah, we know he's it. People just outright won't say Michael Jordan because they saw LeBron or they saw Kobe or that. But see, them motherfuckers never lost the big one, bro. That really matters. Up Antonio. Yeah, because guess what? If you're the greatest of all time, that means you do not lose to anybody no matter what. Yeah. Because you can't say you're the greatest and have big ass losses on your resume as well. And like, you know, like here's the real argument against Tom Brady is that he played for so fucking long, he better have those type of numbers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. because if you su- sustain success, you should have those type of numbers. It's, it's you know, he's... Like, see, what's crazy is, is Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? That's what's like, man, if well, you're a Packers fan, you wish they would have been cheating. Yeah, like, why doesn't Aaron Rodgers have more? Yeah, well, I guess, so for me, I mean, the reason why Tom Brady isn't the greatest to me is because he's like the greatest team player. You know, like he was a part of some of the greatest teams that were around, but I I mean, shit, the first three Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl he won, he had one of the worst performances ever by a starting QB. Those and, And those first three were all won off of like him being a great game manager, not off of someone who's like killing it and going out throwing the game winning touchdown. No, Mimi. Yeah, you know what? I, I agree. I li- listen, but and we're not here to argue that. We're just giving our feelings like, about this. You know, I mean, see, here's the thing: most people they're gonna scream shit and have zero logic behind it. Most yeah. of the time, it's gonna be based on whether they like the person or not. What up, heads? You know yeah, exactly. If you don't like Tom Brady, then you're gonna say he's the cheater. He's this. He's that. And you're probably well, you love him or hate him. Cow- He's been around long like enough to love him or hate him. Fan or a sorry yeah. ass cowboy fan. So like you're gonna have these reasons. Here's a here's a great comparison. Him. You tell me if this is a good comparison or not. Tom Brady being compared to Barry Bonds. Because, like, you either love him or you hate him. You either think that he's the greatest of all time or you think he's the greatest piece of shit of all time. Like, there is, like, no in-between when it comes to those two guys. And everyone has an opinion about them. I mean, I, I think the cheating aspect, yeah. Yeah. Because Barry Bonds never officially got caught doing anything. It was just the, the suspicion of everything. And I know when you, when you're 40 years old and your head grows like you know twice the size, you know like there's a lot of, there's a lot of things there that lead I mean, us to believe all this. I, I tell you this much: not doing steroids, your head like if you're not doing steroids, 
your head doesn't get big like that. Right. Yeah. You don't turn into yeah. like, you know, an eight to like a nine yeah. or a 10 or some shit, whatever it was. I mean, you know, I went to Barry Bonds' birthday. No, big BS. No, Barry Bonds didn't lose all of his accolades because he never, he never got officially caught. It's all suspicion. So, like, first ballot Hall of Famer and all that, like, that didn't happen, you know, but no, they just they'll, they'll never vote him in. Right. I mean, right? Or did they did they lift did they lift that ban and get him in recently? I don't think so. No, right? No. It's gonna take a lot of these guys like probably dying off. <laughs> yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> been, she been fighting this nap. She woke up at seven in the morning, been fighting a nap ever since. <laughs> I said I'd love to see TB12 on roids. <coughs> Gotta do something to kickstart that training. And Tino said TB12 the goat. Numbers don't lie. Well, I mean they don't. What about what about all those what about all those losses, you know, that he has in the Super Bowls? Like losing to Eli Manning twice. And then people are gonna be like, oh, well, it wasn't Eli, you know, but what about the ones that Tom won that it wasn't really Tom? You know, so that's that that's where it gets tricky. There's almost like yeah, you literally have to treat it like a court of law. When I don't you get do into those Tom arguments. Brady. I don't get into those arguments because those are those dumbasses that don't what like Brady. Titans? Like the, the the dumbasses that don't like Brady, they use those those Giants losses, right, or those Giants wins over over Patriots as like a measuring stick because no one likes Eli either. So yeah. you're like, oh, he lost to Eli, bro. <laughs> Like, yo, you don't know football. <laughs> I love going out of my way to argue with those people. Yeah. Because those people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I, and it's easy to make them look stupid. You know and what I mean? And I guess for me, because uh, it's more fun to just debate the other side. You I usually. Like trolling people. No, I, I use. Yeah, I, I mean, you do. on a debate. On. Hold on. On a debate show, do you think how, every how single person. You hit me like, hey. I was bored, so I said, "Let's rattle up the entire the entire Facebook group." Tom Brady is not the goat, or Tom Brady <laughs> is the goat. Tom Brady, blah blah blah. It's gonna, you know what I mean? Because you know it's gonna drive people. It's gonna irritate people because he's so. There's such a divide. You're either one side or the other with Brady. You know what I mean? And do you remember why I said I did that? It was when all the it was when the engagement started like really slowing down, like in the group after fantasy football. But then you bring up Tom Brady in one way or another, and everyone has an opinion. For sure. <laughs> and like, and what's sad too is those people that get the loudest, they don't even have no logic behind their opinion. It's whether just they like him or not. You know what I mean? You know, seven Super Bowls is more than four. We know that. But Tom Brady's lost almost as many as Joe Montana's won, which that's I mean, not a good Tom thing. Tom Brady is and, well, he's seven out of ten, right? Yeah, so he's lost three. And yeah. uh, and it's really just like, why did Tom Brady last so long? Like, people are really, like, if people really act like the rules yeah. didn't get changed because of him, I mean, that's also kind of being blind to the facts of what. Look at okay, Russell Wilson. He when they won it and they went back to back, they they lost it the second time, but they were in this thing. They were they have arrived. Tino said ten Super Bowls. Nobody will ever do that. Pretty sure Patrick Mahomes is going to his third Super Bowl in his fifth year as a starter. Yeah, and he went to the AFC title game all five years of those. Every year. 
You know what I mean? So we're, we're, we're talking some pretty good ratios as far as getting to the end. And the rules. The rules are going to let these franchise QBs last longer as a whole. I mean, can you stop young players from getting bigger, better, faster, stronger? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because as much as they change the rules, these guys still are going to take nastier hits because kids are taking supplements at two years old nowadays. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Rob, I got my son on creatine right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna be six foot seven by the time he's eight years old, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that, I mean, we're gonna come to a point where it's damn near flag football if that's the case, right? We're already getting that way. We're gonna have sensors where it's like I touched them, but the light goes off. <laughs> Probably he not though, them. because then we then we take the human element away, right? I mean, I mean, are we not all cyborgs right now? And Tino said, do you think Pat plays 20 years? I guess the only reason why he wouldn't is because he gets bored of it, I guess. But, like, why would you not? Most of the QBs that retired, it's because they lost their arm strength or they pretty much killed on the field. You know what's crazy is that pitchers, which, like, you know, he he had that in his lineage. They could pitch for, like, 20 years, you know what I mean? And they're throwing the ball way more, difference in football. So you're taking hits and stuff, right? Yeah. Is he good at not taking hits? Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, this is only about the second time we've seen him deal with any, like, significant injury. Right. You know what I mean? He's really good. So, as long as, like, look at look at Tom Brady. He always got the ball out quick, you know what I mean? And barring anybody who would just late hit him, he never really got hurt. And but he did tear his ACL, and that was one of those cases. It was, like, a quote-unquote dirty hit. I don't and remember. they literally changed the rules. Yeah. And, like, you know, I mean, Tom Brady, here's one thing, too. Is Patrick Mahomes, does his wife got money? I don't think so. All right? Okay, I don't know anything about his wife. But if she don't got $400 million like Giselle did, you know, Brady, I mean, Patrick Mahomes probably not taking, you know, a league minimum at the position like Brady was. You know what I mean? Go, yeah. Going back to Russell Wilson. When and the cap was a lot – I mean, the, the cap was a lot – it's a lot easier for people to do that now with taking a pay cut than it was when Tom Brady was. Yeah, because you're like, like, oh, yeah, I'll take $40 million. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I can't take forty-six, but I'll take forty. You know yeah. what I mean? And people got to stop acting 30. like that's not a real thing because some people – I mean, not everyone knows how long they're going to play. And, like, getting a bag, you know, like, I mean – not everyone comes I mean, with, with a silver spoon in their mouth. I mean, Tom Brady, born with a silver spoon in his mouth, ended up marrying a woman who like made thing, bro. a tremendous that's amount the, of money over him. And, and that's the thing, too, is like, how many times are you going to get someone culturally where money doesn't matter to them? You know, Patrick Literally Mahomes doesn't is, matter. Patrick Mahomes is one of those cases. His parents weren't asking for nothing because they're successful in sports. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. dad had millions, you know what I mean? Or at least for, you know, for what it's worth, right? Yeah. Wasn't, they weren't... They, and look at what he's done every single year is restructure. Every mm-hmm. single year he's restructured. And that's what Brady did. See, yeah. you look at someone like... I mean, I kept trying to explain this, but Russell Wilson, bro, once he got paid, you couldn't retain that defense that got them there routinely. Couldn't you know get I mean? good offensive linemen, you couldn't know, in there. Nothing. Couldn't do nothing. And, like, it was just a slow, what I call the slow bleed. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. We saw them bleed all the way out for five, six years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it felt good. I ain't gonna lie. I (laughs) love watching them bleed to death. What up, man? They got got a Gino band aid and they gotta feel really good (sighs) because Gino's gonna come cheap. Gino's not talking about I need, you know, and you know, when you get paid and everyone else can't get paid on the team, you know what they do? They don't like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't like Russ. Aaron Rodgers, people didn't like him for hella long. But then, but then we come to find out it ain't just that people didn't like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, people didn't like him because of the way his attitude. Why do you have an attitude? He didn't like how the organization was 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 never giving him a shot. You know what I mean? And look at how everybody like I mean, maybe people are just now, like certain people, like, okay, maybe they were doing them dirty. They've been doing them dirty, like during these MVP years, they know they're not drafting wide receivers. They're not doing anything to build. It's no free you're agents. Like, no like, it's like an, it's like a catch 22. They're like, bro, weapons. You're the MVP. <laughs> you're, you're the, you're the weapon. <laughs> bro, what are you talking about? Weapons. Don't downplay yourself, bro. Because look at the difference, man. I mean, I know Tom Brady didn't win. It's crazy that Tom Brady doesn't win with Randy Moss when that's like, you know, just an insane duo. I mean, he, I mean shit, one loss, and it was the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Look at that's Peyton. crazy. Look at Peyton. You know, he had Marvin Harrison, you know, and then it goes from Marvin Harrison to Reggie Wayne. But besides that, you know, I mean, and he, I mean, not Marvin Harrison, because, I mean, he didn't make Marvin Harrison who he is, but definitely took him to the next level. Reggie Wayne, I mean, kind of like a nobody who just ends up, like, going crazy with him. But then look what happens when you move over to Denver and you get Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. You know, there has fucking the best season ever. At the time, anyways. Even before Emmanuel Sanders, it was still Julius Thomas and Wes Welker, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you stop being? And, and Peanut Butter Waver said, wow, Gronk, Curtis Martin, and Welker, disrespect. When the Patriots had Welker, let's let's not forget, he was like, he was like released from the Chargers because he was just like a return man. And like, wasn't no, being no, used no. like. Wait, didn't Welker come from the Rams? Oh, no, that was Amendola. Yeah. That was Amendola. Ugh. Yeah, or, and Wes Welker, like maybe it was, uh, let, let me see how the how it all played out. Because I. Yeah, he was on the Chargers first, then he goes to the Dolphins, and then he goes to the Patriots. And he just happens to go there the year that Randy Moss goes there as well. So, yeah, a guy who's going underneath, like, yeah, he got like 100 receptions, like, hella easy. I mean, yeah, and then look at his yards. It's like he's scraping a 1,000, right? Like, maybe if that. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm going to go look it's it up. Like but... He's like a 900-yard receiver. Yeah, because like all of his catches were like oh, 10 yards or less. Brady went for 5,000 that year, though, so... Yeah, that was when he set the mark, like, initially for, like, top season. So he might have went, like, over 1,000 that year. Oh, he for sure went over 1,000, but let's see. Yeah, see, 1175 on 112 receptions. So it was 10 and a half yards per reception. It doesn't... Sounds like the slot receiver, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I don't see his A dot here, but you know that a lot of that was like yak too that got yeah. him to that 10 and a half then, per reception. Because even if, like, you know, there's, you know, the West Welkers, there's Amendola's, Jacoby Myers. Tino, uh, West was, West, West Welker was the shit when he was on the Broncos. Fuck yeah, that, I mean, it was really only one year. Yeah, but it was I, that. I guess it was two, technically. 
Yeah, I mean, so it was the 2013. That was when uh, it was like the big ass Demarius. Yeah, Thomas when, he, when he broke the touchdown passing record. Yeah, and uh, he, he got five. He got hurt. Five touchdown passes. Hold up. <laughs> but you say Wes Welker wasn't shit. He had more touchdowns that, that year. He had more touchdowns that year than that? any other year of his career. And he only played 13 games. He missed three games that year as well. Went for yeah. 73 receptions for almost 800 yards. Remember in that, in the AFC title game, bro, he's going they're They're in Denver and uh, they beat Tom Brady to go to the Super Bowl only to lose to the, to the Seahawks. Right. But he, he, I, I, I what do they call it? A chalk block. Wes Welker came across and wow. And just dirty hit the fuck out of Aleem Kaleem. Yeah. And I, want to say he or his ACL, right? But I want to say one of them, and then we might he might even tore both. Yeah, I know he fucked both his knees up. Yeah. What? Which one, Tina? What are you talking about? I said that was also the greatest team put together, Hus. Which one? The the Denver one? Or what are you talking about? I mean, that Denver team was really good. You had Mathis. And they lost. What was his name? Robert Mathis. They hit Brady seventeen times in that game. Yeah. I, I I mean, this is just quarterback hits. You know what I mean? Seventeen times they hit him. It was young Von Miller. I think Von Miller wasn't even there that year, bro. Okay, Von Miller was there. The year I'm talking about is the 2014 year. Yeah, because Von Miller. Yeah, that was yeah that was the that was the year when they won. See, it was like 2013 was all offense. 2014 yeah. was all defense, and they won it. Oh, it was 15. My fault. It was the 15. That was yeah. when he completely fell off. Yeah, that's when that was when Vaughn Miller was going crazy on Brady. Because then, not because then there was what the, what the reason I was getting confused too is because I forgot that year they lost the Super Bowl to the Seahawks. Vaughn Miller tore his ACL that year. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, he didn't even. Yeah, he wouldn't even. He didn't even make it to that game. And Big BS said, "Who is Tom Brady's most reliable receiver?" <laughs> Probably Wes Welker, right? Like he seemed like he was there. Like I'll say Julian Edelman. Let me see. Because he won, he won more titles with Jules, right? So Wes Welker was there for six years. Yeah, Jules was there for what nine with Brady? I don't know. There was like a half season he played without Brady. Julian. Okay. Yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. Two. Well, two thousand nine through. Well, I mean, he was there in twenty twenty, but Brady wasn't obviously. He was a special teamser. He, I don't think he started seeing the field really until 2014. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he made he made a bunch of big plays against the Legion of Boom. You know he was the, he was a he was a he was a a, a, a Super Bowl MVP. What? Yeah. Right. I mind you, I don't know if this all means this is Brady's favorite. But I'd say maybe no, well, no. He said most reliable. And oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'd say trusty and most reliable is definitely. See, that's Edelman. what's crazy though. Here's the thing that's crazy is Edelman only played three full seasons. Like I mean, he, he got a lot of injuries. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, because yeah. even like someone, I, I swore someone said Gronk like in there also. And oh, okay, yeah. I mean, let me, well, but let if me, we, I guess there's a technicality, right? Because but the I, injuries, though, like, I mean, yeah. well, yeah, most reliable pass catcher. But if you're not there for like more than you're there, and, and, and Gronk was one of those guys for real, like, yeah, he, he was hurt a lot. 
I think by the time Gronk got into his fifth, his fifth or sixth year of the league, he already had about a dozen surgeries. You know what I mean? What up, Chris B? <laughs> Look he at Derek. It. He said Edelman's a wannabe Wes Welker. <laughs> I think I mean, Edelman, Wes I think, Welker. was blessed with the timing because Wes Welker got a little old and he didn't he didn't get to play in the 17. But he left, you know, but you know what it was though? He's he shafted. He you know there, you know there's a there's a long-standing joke about this. Is that what up, chaotic? Like he, what up? He shafted Edelman. I mean Edelman. What Brady? No, yeah, Welker shafted Brady for Manning and for the money because yeah. New England was trying to give him some team friendly shit that they'd be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they had Julian Edelman. They're like, hey, we got this yeah. other dude who like and, he does the same thing you do. And you know what happened? Right? Was the moment they let Wes Welker go. They go and they trade from the, for Danny Amendola. He was with the Rams. Tino, he said, look at the, li- listen to how many receivers Tom Brady made good. Yeah, but we could go down the list of like, I, I mean, any great quarterback. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, there's not too many great, great quarterbacks who played with like three dope fucking wide receivers every year of their well, career. Well, and think about this. Every time there was a dope receiver, and it came time to pay him. What do the Patriots do? <laughs> You're out of here. Yeah, we'll see you later. Right? <laughs> We're gonna Chris Hogan, come over here. <laughs> you know what yeah, they will make these guys guys. You know and see, I mean? and like, I know that Tom Brady's taking pay cuts. Like he's not taking pay cuts for the offense, but it's oh, like, oh, because they never built up the offense. Because that's not what wins them the game. The offense doesn't I mean, win them the game. 100%. The defense won. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He was always the highest paid on that offense. Yeah, well, it was, but, yeah, but he was taking like a minimum, or he was taking like a like a, a above an above average pay. You know what I mean? Well, like, and seeing even, I mean, of course, it's always going to be the QB. I mean, more than likely, QB is the highest. But like, how many guys were actually getting paid above market value? How about that? Like on their squad, like because he wasn't getting paid. They probably had. No offensive players that were getting paid at market value or above market value. Look at what they did. What did the Raiders pay Randy Moss? Because whatever they were paying him, the, the, the Patriots, they swooped on him and then just took over that existing contract. Yeah, I and they only paid. traded a fourth rounder to get him. And because they probably had like a hefty contract for that time, right? I would imagine probably. Randy Moss just probably like had some type of bag on him. And then they, but the Patriots would have never paid that bag or a high draft capital, but they were willing to. Man, he didn't have no bag on him. He was making 7.5 mil a year. Yeah, but what what was the average? What was the highest? I mean, that was probably a bunch, but I mean. Probably like nine or, okay. It probably like nine or 10 million at the time was like the highest paid receiver. You know what I mean? Let's see. It it couldn't have been that. It couldn't have been, you know, because look at where we're at right now. We're barely, okay. Two years ago, we got over 25 million. You know, before that, 19 million was like a, was like a lot. Like 19 million, 18 million. That was crazy for a receiver. This is only about four or five years ago. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm just saying, I'm just trying to guesstimate. But like, yeah, that's probably the most they've ever paid guys due to market value, right? Yeah. I mean, look, they, Gronk, that's probably one of the only other guys too. Whereas like he was always a top tier tight end as far as his bag went. You know what I mean? Yeah. But even then... Plenty of times that he restructured. They just, because they were the guys who were, were early on the cash over cap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do here. You got four years on your deal. 
Oh no, we're, no, you got one year on your deal. We're extend you four year deal, and I uh, will pay you the first two up front. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's amazing how the Patriots like, and this is why people find ways to hate on them. Cause like, first of all, if I'm a part of a squad rep, we better be winning by by crook or hook. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you think there's a New England Patriots? If I was a Patriots fan. I'd be like, yeah, we cheated and what? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? They're never gonna take it away. The Astros. Astros got caught cheating. Did they not go back to win again? Yeah. Right? They probably found a new way to cheat. Yeah. For all we know, they just yeah. haven't got caught for it yet. Like the recording people's practices, sending spies, you know, leaving fault, leaving fake playbooks in, in away locker rooms. Bro, this people have been cheating and finding ways to corrupt and 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 sabotage other teams from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, look at you can't not say that. I mean, not you per se, but like people in general, right? People can't say that doesn't exist, but say it's rigged. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's just this is what it is. And 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 speaking of the NFL being rigged, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Foster. He's on, they have a, they have a podcast on Barstool, him and uh, what's that dude, PFT or whatever. And that's uh, called microdosing. And uh, there's a cool little clip, you know, that I saw on social media. <clears throat> and well, let's just see what you guys think about it. Here we go. He was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would mm -hmm. get dropped off at his locker. Mm -hmm. And you would have to, you know, it was like week one, you'll do this. Week two, you're going to have a hamstring injury. Week three, this is going to happen. Yeah. Week four, you're going to get three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And so then you just have to, did you memorize those before the season started? Or would you go and rehearse the script before every game? I was really dedicated to it. So it was more so like, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm -hmm. in order to, yeah. and this referee is going to miss this call yeah, because they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts, yeah, that sort like, of thing. Like WWF, so it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you just still got to put on a show. Yeah. What did yeah. you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off? What a cliff do you, you think? Stop believing in God. That was 2015. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So throw it in the chat. What do you guys think about that? I saw this just yesterday. It was after the show, but it's funny because Hess brought it up talking about the NFL being rigged. <coughs> then we get arian foster you know coming out about this saying this specifically that he was actually you know getting a, an official script like at the beginning of training camp you know um you know uh, it's interesting why couldn't it have been why couldn't it have been someone respectable like wes welker saying that marty said what? arian foster and i think he's a liar and, and i think he's starved for attention and like, I don't even think he microdoses. <laughs> and Marty said, why even go to practice if it's scripted? Because you still got, I mean, at least if it is scripted, you still got to well, be able to do practice, your scripted play. The script. Yeah. I mean, why do, why do actors do rehearsals before a show? Why do actors do rehearsals before a fucking movie like, scene? This, or, our, this, yeah. this argument, or maybe not an argument per se, but it's been a topic of conversation as far as I can remember being a sports fan, that, like, sports is rigged. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just, I guess I'm just always going to be on that other side. But, like, I mean, I know for Marty a fact. Marty said players are roasting him on Twitter. <laughs> 
I want to see the script though. Like, why can't he be like, look, I stole a page from the script, you know? Even if it was him typing it up, it doesn't matter. But like, that's. You remember Brian Flores last year? Uh-huh. He started saying, hey, they, they were going to, they were offering me bread to, to, to lose, right? Like losing bonuses. Then it comes out that, because he says it was in my contract. And then he can't sue them because in the contract, part of it states that this is a non disclosure. So right. they fucking 100% told him, yeah, we'll pay you to lose, bruh. But if you say this to anyone, you're breaking contract. You know what I mean? And seeing how many, I mean, and if they're doing that for coaches, if this really is the case in all this, they would be signing contracts. You know, Look, players. Arian Foster, if that is your real name, first <laughs> of all, why stick with the name Arian? Sounds too much like the KKK to me, bro. And uh, Peanut Butter and Waver said, what about Hamlin? No way it's scripted. See, the crazy thing is, I mean, I even thought about this. Like, we don't know if he's breathing or not. They never put the camera on his face. It was a super, like, you know, just laid out, like, super zoomed out view. And, like, we don't know what the hell happens. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, if we're just going down this rabbit hole of if it is scripted, I mean, we didn't see his face, like, after initially him falling out. In the CIA... There's been like, you know, you know, there's been like several different stories where like they'll have a guy go in there. It's a suicide mission. And he has like he had took like an injection like right before he went in there because it's going to be a shootout. He's going to he's going to go down like he was hit. You know what I mean? And then when they clear the whole thing, he's he's declared dead. And uh, and then he's alive. They give him a new identity. He can live safe. You know what I mean? They give him a new life. But it's like, you know, they gave him something where his pulse goes so low. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying. There's different- you know, I listened, I listened to the whole thing. It's an hour-long thing. Like, they talk about it in the beginning, and then they never talk about it again. Clickbait. <laughs> okay. Like, remember I was saying, this is something that people always discuss. Sports is rigged. Other people say, no, it's not. Then it's an argument. It's debate. Whatever you want to call it. This clickbait at its finest, though, because it's just been a topic of conversation for the last month, even on our yeah. show. Yeah. Even on our show before. I mean, we're going to talk about what people are talking about in the streets, like, and on social media. Like, that's what yeah. people are talking about And right then now. what's funny, too, is I feel like we're ahead of certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this whole rigged conversation, bro. Like, now it's like, it's just been, like, on Pat McAfee and on, you know, you know, fake microdosing and all these other, you know what I mean? Like it's it's funny, Tina. What are you talking? What are you talking about? These guys have a have that wasn't even an interview. They have a podcast where they're literally it's a podcast of Arian Foster and PFT, and they just talk about random shit all the time. So I'm confused. I listened to like the, the entire thing. It's like an hour long thing. What does PFT stand for? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> or is it PTI? No, well, that's that's something different. PTI is a pardon, the, pardon, all. pardon the interruption. ESPN. There's another PT. Pardon my take. Pardon my take. There you go. PMT. That's what. Yeah. That's what I was fucking up. Okay. Yeah. So that's and Marty, he said, "Why would why would owners drop millions of dollars on a player that's scripted to tear their ACL?" Well, if this is all scripted for, like, what would be like? What's the benefit of making this scripted? It's 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 gambling money. That's the only way. That this all ties into it being rigged. Because other than I'm that, what's it, the point? I'm just going to go out and write out and say it, bro. Money is not real. 
<laughs> Especially to these guys, you might as well be printing it's, money. As much none of it's money. real. <laughs> Look at football, how confusing it is. They, they only use their foot like one or two times in a game, man. Tino, I did not real. Tino, I, I didn't, I, I, I'm not watching whatever interview you're talking about. I'm talking about the actual podcast. I saw that on TikTok, but I'm talking about the actual podcast itself where it was, I mean, there's not multiple things um, spliced I, together. TikTok's the devil. <laughs> Marty said, if the shit is scripted, the writers hate the Texans. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's been all fucked up for them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what is crazy? It's like, okay, I don't know if it's script. I don't know if I could say it's rigged, but I will say corrupted for sure. Because we've seen corrupted at, plays. Look at Bill Belichick, right? He'll be like, huh, Bill O'Brien's over there with Watson. You know what? Bill. You got to take it all down from the inside. You know what I mean? I know, right? <laughs> what? Tell me that. They look like they're about to be one of those promising organizations with a franchise QB, bro. And now this guy's a pervert. Bill O'Brien's back. He had to leave the league, get fired, leave. Then now he's back with Bill Belichick. Back with the dark horse. With crazy. And yeah. Chaotic said, I guess my question would be, if you really believe them, then what keeps you watching? Well, I'm not saying I believe them or don't. I'm, we're just talking I about this in it. general. Because I don't think that it's – I do think that there, you know, there's been a lot of questionable things, you know, certain things happening to get people to the dance. You know, I don't think it's WWE or anything like that, but why do we go watch movies? Like, why do people watch the Titanic? Even though they knew the fucking ship was going to sink, you know, in the end, it's like, it doesn't, it's the production. It's the, it's the, oh man, I'm trying to think, it's the provocateur, you know, it's just like, it, it's everything leading up to it. People want to be entertained. Cause that's what it is. NFL's an entertainment company. I, I think, think be a, it's just like, if things weren't like, okay, the UFC, you know, it's crazy. Is there the UFC, they actually have a world bet, like a world, like pound for pound ranking, right? Yeah. Why isn't the why isn't the one always fighting the two? Right, exactly, right. Well, you know why? Because that one, I mean that two, he might be. There might be reasons why. Oh, he's too good. You know what I mean? But he's not a draw. If we put him against the one, we're gonna. We don't know, want this person to beat this person. No, or, you know, shit no. like that. Because you know a mean? bigger like, payday could be could be way down the road for those two, right? Yeah, build them up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, make yeah. the two fight the three and the four and the five, and then like, and if and if, if, if there's a young, if the, the number five seed comes up and beats them, and hey, we're gonna give him a shot. Yeah, because, man, that's because this is the underdog. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Don't, there's real. You know why they would do that for money? Exactly. Yeah. Like big draws are real when you're in fight sports. That's right. why it's so hard to like. Okay, how about this? And it's, it's and, and with the NFL, just like to the what we're talking about with with that with with the UFC, it's all about the big draws. What's going to bring in the more money, right? What's going to bring in more pay per view sales? Where in this TV views or you know whatever, like that's that's the kind of equivalent with who could make it to the championship. Okay, here's another thing: in the NFL, you will know five years out. Oh, I mean, uh, look at this. Marty said, do you think the draft will be scripted too? Because what, what Purdy did, Mr. Irrelevant, was a pretty good storyline, right? No, <laughs> because 
I mean, oh, it's like oh, everyone knows Purdy's that good. Hey, guys, Purdy's that good, but he is that good. Well, no, guy. but if it if it's scripted, it doesn't. If it's scripted, it doesn't really matter how good Purdy is, right? It, the people are following the script. I mean, you ever heard that the Hebrews in the Bible they say the Hebrews came from the future? I can't find where exactly it says it, but I found different different literatures that ha- that the theories based on that the Hebrews they came from the future. Like if you just knew tomorrow's future or next month's, right? You know uh-huh. how many times you could curve everything. You know what I mean? For sure. You can make sure things stay in order, things wow. stay in line. I mean, Tino, Tino said at least give them too many variables to control. That's why I just don't think. And then like, okay, you mean to tell me it's rigged and they didn't do a background check on how they can trust a, a, a piece of shit like Arian Foster? You know what I mean? You don't have all in, guys like all in the contract, money. right? All in the you contract. I mean, That's I what controls them. I mean, I guess, right? You, you got him under contract, but he was an undrafted free agent guy. Like, what was it like? Hey, guy, you want to play ball? We need a guy who's just good enough to to do exactly what we say. You know. Well, yeah, but, do, but if you do remember, though, if you're actually following him, if he would have retired, if he would have declared the year before, he would have been a top three, like a top three round pick. He would have been going so I'd probably in somewhere in the second round. I mean, because he did really good in his junior year, but there's the senior year they completely sucked. Yeah, they lost. They lost all their talent. Like they, they lost everything. Okay. He went okay. from being on the dope ass a dope ass squad to being on a rebuilding squad his next year, and he couldn't run because their line was trash. You know what, Trey? If you want to come, come on. No, I'm not You gonna stay there? Okay. So he always wants to come hang out. I'm like, I'm about to smoke, bro. Like, you know Brady I mean? said, Tom Brady read his script this year and said, I'm out. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it's not him, fucking. But even that, look at that. Did he get a job as a writer? <laughs> is, is this not, like, if it is scripted or th- certain things, you know, storylines, is this not the storyline that we've been seeing over and over and over? I mean, come on, man. Brett Favre, this is the same storyline that he was fucking written. We're going to retire. It's big news. Boo, boo, boo. Everything's blown up. Everyone's gone crazy. And this is right after all the news of, like, Tom Brady's going to be the, the sought-after, you know, the highest sought-after free agent ever. He's going to be going to fucking San Francisco and, you know, getting with his team that was just one game away. This, I mean, I NFL mean, like, is based on storylines, whether that has the game being yeah. to do with the game rigged or not. NFL is all about the storyline. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, especially, I mean, because narratives are what, I mean, okay, otherwise, it would just be like, tell the take all the time, right? Yeah. They're the best against the run. They're the, they're one of the best run defenses. They're this, the best rush attack. Like, it would just be that versus Jalen Hurts. He's the son of a high school coach, a prominent coach. He grew up, he's a coach's kid. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's so coachable. Like, no one gives a fuck about that. But it's like, or else it would just be like Jalen Hurts having a career year, you know, blah, 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 passing yards. It would just be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it would be vanilla. So you need, of course, you need narratives. Like, otherwise, if it, if it's rigged or scripted, we would have off-the-wall narratives back to back to back all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, okay. But with, with, uh, this year definitely had more storylines. I mean, look at, I mean, 
a trade is a storyline, right? Like, I mean, all those are little storylines within the big, uh, big, uh, whatever, big production. We had yeah. more storylines that, you know, because all more trades on draft day ever, more <laughs> trades that with big Tam QBs than we've ever seen, all that kind of shit. Okay, you know what I hate? When I, when I, when I do the things that annoy the fuck out of me from other people, like, for example, when I, when I see a busted coverage, and I'm like, man, where the fuck is the safety at? Right. Why did you have, why did you have safety help? Right. Right. Yeah. Because every time I swear, like it got behind, it was like the safety's like running, but he's like just two steps too late or something. Yeah. Always. Because you, from the angle we're seeing it on TV too, it looks like he's nowhere to be found. Right. But people could just be like, see, it's fucking rigged. Fucking right. Or the script equals the playbook. I mean, right? Like, I mean, we we never know, right? Like, I mean, we're we're having fun with this. I really don't think that the shit is rigged. I'm I'm, really annoyed by it. I ain't gonna lie. I'm really annoyed by it because it's like, then I'm just gonna start telling people if you think it's rigged, don't watch it then, and don't have your don't have your fucking opinion on it. Well, like most of the people people that are annoying me about it, their opinions. I don't matter if if they right. believe in their heart it's rigged. You should have zero opinion on it because no matter right. what you think should happen, don't matter. Someone else already wrote the script. You know what right. I mean? Right. Exactly. So, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. I don't know. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun making fun of the people to me because, yeah. like, they have no logic. Like, like, where's your evidence and where's your logic? And that's the thing. There's never going to be, you know, I mean, there's going to be no evidence of this script. Because what if, like Juggernaut's saying, if the script is the playbook, when you leave, you know, you don't leave with that playbook. Okay. Like, you, if you're off the team, that, that playbook is coming in. You so know, this, like, is, this is probably one of the more relevant conspiracies that people are on right now, right? Mm-hmm. The NFL is rigged. Not just sports is rigged, NFL, right? So now, right, right. So now, with all that said, Think about this. So if, if that's narrative, sports that's just like has said, life would be boring without conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, right. Okay, but then there's here's the thing about conspiracies. What the the, the reason we'll never find out is because there's there's powers that be here. JFK, JFK, he got shot. They said it was Harvey Harvey Lee Os, Oswald, right? Yeah, and they found his gun. They arrested him. Then here comes, I forget the name of this guy, but this guy comes in, shoots Lee Harvey Oswald when they're walking him through the presser, right? Right. From the right. Scene. They're walking him through. This guy pops out of nowhere, pulls the gun out, shoots him. That guy gets declared clinically insane, right? right? Yeah. And by a doctor that was involved in MK Ultra, which is like mind control, like shit for the CIA and the government. And he also was the guy who was tied to Charlie Manson and, and his and, and 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 his ultra projects, stuff like that. For those that don't know what MK Ultra is, Manchurian candidates, check it out. You know what I mean? It's real tricky. And Marco, there's other people besides Arian Foster saying it's rigged, but all those people are just deemed crazy motherfuckers that nobody puts any weight into whatever they're saying. Because Larry Johnson's been coming out about this, but he sounds like a fucking psycho when he's talking about it. I don't know. I feel like for Aaron. Okay, Arian Foster being the guy who like is an attention seeker. Yeah, I feel like this is just to help. I ain't never heard of their podcast till you sent it to me today. And if and I if they are because they they sound stupid most of the time when they talk, and you can tell like 
it's micro dosing, but they're they're not from the they're not from any kind of drug culture. Like, I mean, I hear like one of the guys like, "Oh, you smoke weed or like whatever." Like, even though they probably do, but I mean, they're from Massachusetts, like the original crew, mm-hmm. right? Oh no, this is bar stools. So I think what they're Tennessee ish area. Well, this is all. I mean, this is. Bar oh stool. no, I'm thinking of busting with the boys. My bad. Yeah. Because this is Barstool. I mean, it's it's one of yeah, their... So it is Boston. It is the Boston guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all racist, too. <laughs> like, they're... Ra- they, because they're, like, cool. Like, they just... They don't even care anymore. They just borderline... The borderline racist jokes that are, like... You know, like... I bet you they don't make those jokes in front of Arian Foster. And, in fact, they're like, hey, his name's Arian. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just weird. It's weird. Like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, people that, that refuse to say Boston, the Boston crowds are racist. Like, you've never been to a game then, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because you know, it's just part of the culture over there. It's sad yeah. to say. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But like, and you know what, you know what Barstool is all about? Driving things for clicks, man. Those are the guys that win. And I mean, every are. media, co- I mean, every media company is, but those guys specifically. Yeah, they're, they're shock jocks. The yeah. new age, new age shock jocks, because you know, to be a shock jock on radio back on, on terrestrial radio, all you had to do was say like borderline stuff that was like censored, you know what I mean? For sure, that, that's why Howard Stern was like the craziest motherfucker alive. Yeah, <laughs> when people see, you know, what's funny is like Howard Stern now, he like, you know, like he degrades people like Joe Rogan, and 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 you know, he like. When, when it's like he doesn't want anyone to really dig up his shit from the past because, you know, like they would have like butterface competitions. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, well, like they if would you go have, back and like, watch like anything, what, what are we going to say? 95% of his content is not politically correct. You know, these days it's like it's a lot much. of cancel culture like shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his stick was schmutt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Stuff like, you know, dirty dirty sexual innuendos and dirty limericks and stuff like that. Like, you know, having, 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 having Beetlejuice, who's like literally the, you know, <laughs> a, a black little person who's like literally the buddy of jokes because he's got fucked up teeth and he's ugly and he's slow and, you know, like. Yeah, and then that, not to mention, not to mention the other little person that they would dress him as a bunny. Yeah. Like, go have sex with your mother. Yeah. Go have sex with your mother. That's all he would tell people. And they would make <laughs> him go on the streets and say that. Or like, you know, just like, the amount of women that would come on and when they would send their, their naked Polaroids to him, like, cause they, yeah. he would like evaluate them for Playboy. You know what I mean? And then, which was like, I, see, it's, it's so crazy. Like the ultimate pervert this guy is. And like, you know, because, because he was, was barred from terrestrial radio. He becomes the pioneer for XM satellite and like, right. And then became more talk show than shock jock. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. Now you know, but it's, it's just funny. Like, and someone like that, right? Is is another person that would say they would say no? There's no way sports can be rigged, right? You know yeah. why? Because they're a person of power. You yeah. know what I mean? All, all these people that are saying it, they ain't got no juice. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, they got no juice. What up, Sir Bong's alive? And it don't matter. It don't matter how many clips. Bruh, if Arian Foster ends up dead, bruh, this is not even a joke, bruh. Like, if he ends up dead, then I'll be like, bruh, it's rigged. (laughs) 
mean, and I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, not even trying to laugh at that, but like that. I'm just saying like, because there's a reason if it's rigged, if it is rigged, there's a reason why these guys haven't came out and necessarily yelled it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could you imagine? Cause me and Chris Patriot sports radio, like we're talking about this specifically, you know, Arian Foster came out. He was like, could you imagine if it like 100% officially came out, he was like, how much money does that lose? Like the NFL, the sports books, Vegas, like all that. Cause why would you bet on it? Like, I mean, there'd be some, I mean, there's people who still bet on WWE people bet on anything, but you're not going to be betting well, on sports okay. knowing that it's rigged. The human, it's the human error, error, right? Yeah. Like say they're so good at rigging it because how are we going to get these crazy shootouts that come down to the wire, right? It would be human error, right? Like, okay, yeah. it's part the of the safety, miss, like, you know, misses his assignment. Yeah, or, like he's supposed, they're supposed to come back and you're supposed to throw this touchdown pass to win it in the end. Yeah. But it's a bad pass. And it was, it was to the script. There was five seconds left on the clock. Now you guys lose. But how, right? but if that is in the script, how many times do you think that week is that? They person? call the flag, or or they do penalties to get him to move up closer. Maybe. Well, no, what I was gonna say, let's say that is the play. It's a fifty-yard pass or whatever. Let's say hail mary in the end. And zone. you don't connect on it. Well, no, but what I'm saying is how many times that week do you think they would actually practice that specific play, that specific throw? Like, I would assume it would be a lot of times throughout the week. I just think that, like, it's so pathetic that we're in a time now where we're (laughs) saying football is rigged because I can understand basketball. It's happened. I can understand football because it's happened. But to say that at this high level – yeah, every single crazy. game in the every NFL is rigged. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and like I feel like Antonio, um, no, we didn't win any money this past weekend. It was fucking rigged, bro. Like the fucking Bengals yeah. lost. <laughs> we hit everything except for the Chiefs money line, and like, <laughs> oh man. But no, no that's, that's no, what the Bengals, money, the Bengals money line. Well, that's what I'm saying. We missed because it was the Chiefs money line that we needed to be on, and we were on the Bengals side. Okay, but is, is it real? No, we ended up. Did we he didn't even have. Did he even have an ankle injury? Are you know what, bro? Are injuries even real, bro? <laughs> that's wow. what I'm saying, man. Like, I mean, see it's, how it's, ridiculous that sounds, <laughs> bro. I, it's almost as stupid as someone said Jamar Hamlin's really dead. This is a clone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. We're gonna hear some crazy shit. We always do, and I don't know. Th- I think this is how this is how the Chinese are attacking us, bro. They're, you know, what I mean, they're just they're like Americans will just listen to anything on TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and Marty said, "No wonder the odds makers are so often right." I mean, that's what's crazy, right? Like, how? I mean, that's just insane. I mean, it's insane how analytics. how good they are at their at their job. I mean, maybe I'm delusional because I just tend to believe that these guys that graduate from MIT and these guys that graduate from Columbia, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like these are math geniuses. And because those are the guys that are the, the odds makers and the numbers makers, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, if that's the case, you don't need none of the motherfuckers, right? I mean, Tina said, well, so you would have like 2,000 people on a secret? I mean, I everything's different when there's contracts, when there's contracts in play. When you know, money if, if we play. were a Russian sport, if we were a Russian sport, I would believe it because the Russians will like. They've been rigging shit up, for a long time. <laughs> they'll straight up implant a baby. Like, this baby will be raised to be an American Soviet spy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this guy is going to grow up and get into the NFL, and he has agreed before the badge. Is this far-fetched? No. Because, I mean, what was the guy? You ever seen Departed? This was like, Departed yeah. was loosely based, right, on Whitey yeah. Bulger. But okay. Whitey Bulger had a guy that he raised in the streets. He raised this kid. He made sure that kid got into the, you know, into the FBI. He became the fucking man, you know, like a fucking director of the bureau. And yeah. he was in his pocket. And Marty, he said they would almost certainly sign NDAs. They one million percent all sign NDAs because why couldn't Brian Flores sue? Yeah. He signed I mean, an NDA. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was his negligence. Yeah. You know I mean, because yeah. it was his lawyers like, we got a case here. Then it yeah. comes out, their case gets thrown out. Like, hey, man, read this. And you ever notice how it got really quiet real quick? Because yeah, they're sure. like, listen, shut them down. Don't bring attention. Because that says that goes without saying now. Yeah. It goes without saying. You made him sign that he couldn't say it, but he wouldn't say it. So now everyone knows it's there because he didn't have a case no more. Right. But, you know, but see, that doesn't mean it was rigged. Right. And what he was stating is that they would give him a loser's purse. Basically yeah. nudging him, hey, you lose. And you get paid a loser's purse, like yeah. a loser's bonus. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And that's not saying it's rigged. That's just saying that he signed an NDA, just you know, specifically. Saying that you can't, you can't tell nobody that you agreed to this. Yeah, because how do we know what's in their contract? We're never, none of us will ever see an NFL contract. And even if we did, we probably wouldn't even know what to look for when it came to the NDA part of it. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that wouldn't be public. I mean, when you, whenever people go to court, you could get all those court documents, the ones that are, because, you know, they're usually made public domain, right? You go to fucking, you know, www.fuckinggovernmentcourt.com. I'm just making it up. But, you know, I mean, you, this, this is why, like, anytime there's like a big high profile celebrity case, everybody got all the fucking tra court transcripts. You know what I mean? Because you can go get these. I don't <laughs> think you get those with contracts. You know what I mean? Marty said, don't let me get my tinfoil hat. I'm starting to buy in. <laughs> I mean, we're, I don't think it's rigged. And I'm going to say that again, just in case anybody yeah. out there is thinking. I've been saying it, man. It's stupid. <laughs> thing. And then like, and, and if I. Not if the I, NFL. Like that's what we're saying. Literally every game in the NFL. I don't think that. Like we've seen little things that make us and, think that games could be rigged or, you know, whatever. Like specific people might get into the Super Bowl for a certain reason. But Somebody asked a great question earlier. I forget who it was. Someone asked in the chat earlier said, if we knew it was rigged, would we watch it? Here's the, here's the answer to that question. Fuck yeah, we would. Every, because then it's entertainment. Yeah. You know what I'm it, and, you, and you know it, you know, 100%, you know this is entertainment. Why the fuck do people watch wrestling when you fucking know that it's scripted? You, it's scripted. And if you have a guy that you want to win, you, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to tell, ah, oh, they're going to give it to him, bro. Or no, nah, they won't. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then there, we become professional fans. Like, we're analysts when it comes to fantasy because we have a certain 
process of how we break things down. We predict shit all the time. Are we in on it? <laughs> I know, right? Don't answer that question. We know what we find. That's what. I, that's why I said, Chris. You know what? You you just need to tell everybody that you have the script, and that's why they need to be paying all this money to get to get your guys' pick because you got the script. Right <laughs> that's really good. You can get my guess, <laughs> or you can pay for an extra five ninety nine a month. You will never lose. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> and chaotic said heartbroken. <laughs> like we would still watch it. We're, I mean, okay, of course we would. Is there any fans of The Walking Dead in in the chat? Just just put it in the chat if you're a fan. And if you're a fan, also put did you finish the series? Because I was a fan of the the comics, and like when they killed off Glenn, we were living in cancel culture era. This is like 2016. And Glenn, for those that don't know, he was the one Asian character, right? And there was just an outrage of not just Asian fans, but people in general. They kill the one Asian guy, blah, blah, but we're in 2016 cancel culture. I yeah. would have been upset if they changed it because that was verbatim from the comics. You okay. know what I mean? Because yeah. the death of that character, his wife, without them killing him in front of her, his wife, she doesn't go on to be the strong character that is scorned and like hardened from watching her husband get murdered. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's things that need to happen, but they take, instead of viewing it like that, they take it as they killed the only Asian guy, man. It's racist. Why is and there this, only uh, one? I don't know about the walking dead. I don't know about the walking dead, but chaotic said, and Abraham, the ginger. See, from exactly. He, I mean, he was the only ginger in the motherfucker. <laughs> They and see, you only need one. <laughs> and I, and look, he was the they, only. Was he the only non B that was a daywalker? No, he. I'm saying he was. <laughs> I just got what you're saying. No, <laughs> no listen. He, he was the. Like, it's almost like they had like one black girl, and, and they never had. They, yes. They rarely had like more than one or two black dudes at the same time because those fools always got got. You know what I mean? And I don't. It was just. I, you know, the, okay, you know Keenan Peel. Yeah, they did it when they had their show. I didn't like their show. Outside of and Marco asked if you read the comics, you did, right? Fuck yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I never finished the comic, but I read all the way up to eighty four issue eighty four because that's all I had. I had one through eighty four. Somebody had put it on my phone. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You remember, you remember that? Because uh, my man, he was like, "Bruh," he was like, "You got to get on. You got to get in on the Walking Dead." And I was like, man, I was like, I was like, where do I get a CBR? Like, where do I get a comic book reader? Like, you know, like online. And he was like, he was like, download this. And he tells me what to download. And then he takes his phone, puts it, and we both had galaxies. Remember, I had the little red little thing on the side, the little red screen. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, you used to put it next to that. And he fucking just sent me all the issues, bro. Yeah. And it was on. It was fucking. This is back in 2010 because the show had came out, and they were debuting the second season. And my boy's like, it's so good, bro. You got to watch it. And he's like, the first season's only six, only six episodes. And he goes, but he's like, the cup with the, and then, so I get into it and I, and I want the comics. You know what okay. I mean? And he gives me all of it. And like, at the time, it they're probably released one issue a month. I okay. think it was. I, and I think they went all the way up to like 130 something or whatever. So Marco said he read, he read the comic until they got to Pittsburgh. Okay, until they got to the Commonwealth, yeah. Yeah, so that's like towards the end. Yeah, because they get, 
like imagine okay just for for, for you husband because i know you don't really fuck the walking dead it's just like it's like a zombie movie that never ends and they never yeah. say how it happened you know what i mean yeah. and, and 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 it that you you come to find out early on that like if you just die and your your brain is intact you're gonna come back he knows that how do we get from the goat to the nfl is rigged because those were the two things being talked about the most right now like but but also because (laughs) a lot of people discredit the goat for being who he is because they rigged it for him to be that you know what i mean totally totally fucking i mean okay it's it is really hard okay if i'm a lawyer (laughs) if i'm tom brady's lawyer and i'd be like and and i'm and i'm defending him because they're they're they are trying to hit my client with defamation. <laughs> Exhibit A, and it's the fucking game where he's where fucking Charles Woodson comes in and knocks the ball out of his hands. And you know it's Brady. They're showing it in slow motion. He's... <laughs> oh man, this shit is so funny. Bogey goes into the Matrix. I gotta take a screenshot of this. Do it quick. <laughs> oh man, that's so fucking funny. I got it. I got the screenshot. You went into the matrix when you were doing like the pose. <laughs> you right? Isn't that perfect? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Exhibit A. And what did they say, right? You had all these referees on the sideline with a book, right? And they're like this. There it is. That forward motion. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a fumble. Incomplete pass. A lot right? of things, a lot of things have been changed based on like Tom Brady. Like multiple rules have changed because of games that Tom Brady, you know, was in. Like, I mean, it's just, you know, low low insane. If Tom Brady ends up if we wind up Tom Brady ends pops up dead, bruh. <laughs> He's not going to pop up dead. He's going to be back playing in 2023. The storyline's going to hit go crazy because he wouldn't be able to get signed until May, March 15th, right? Or May, March 13th, I think. And that, that's when the shit starts. So that's when we're going to hear about this again, probably about a month away. I mean, I mean, I mean, he did the same exact thing last year. Like, you know, a real, a real narcissist as he is, as he should be. I feel like a real narcissist, you know, tends to like, you know, feel away like, hey man, I'm not in the Super Bowl conversation. Let's you know it's not one rule. The tuck rule and then the fucking the rule where you can't hit the quarterback like below the knees or whatever, like when he tore his ACL that year. Two rules. And those are huge fucking rules. I, I think I think they, they consider that roughing the passer after, right? Like hitting below the knees. Well, it's a it's a rough in the passer, but if you do it to a certain extent, you can get ejected. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, see, and, and there's there's already talks that next year, when you sack somebody and land on top of them, it's not just roughing the passer anymore. It'll be that they're, what's up, you're going to eject it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if there's any case to be made, if you want to say things are rigged, it would be because of a rule change. For example, say, like, you know, the Eagles, right? They got the most ferocious pass rush known to man. Yeah. And it is said, and in stone, the Chiefs need a win. Of every person that sacked him in that game, they would eject them. Roughing the passer, get him out. 
Yeah. And it would just be everyone until they had no more pass rushes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And maybe that doesn't guarantee the Eagles lose. Right. Yeah. But is that not a form of rigged? Yeah. Watch if we can help. I mean, there better not be any like questionable things that, I mean, there's already been a questionable thing to me. The offensive lineman for the Eagles who like, who's getting charged with like rape or like something like that. Questionable though, man. No, no, no. I'm I'm just talking talking about the timing of it. The timing of it. Didn't it just happen like a day ago? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just the timing of everything. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you know, I joke about a lot of things. I joke about racial things and stuff like rape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but if you are a rigging motherfucker, right? If you are rigging things, that that's the extremes they would go to. You know what I mean? Like, right when I said I wouldn't make a joke about it. Well, because we don't know what, I mean, if it is rigged, did he really do that? Or is that just the storyline? You know, because are we going to see any, are any of us going to see him go into jail or anything like that? Like, are we going to see him, you know, anywhere? I mean, is that even real? <laughs> right. Because, like, I mean, women will say things, and I'm not saying that this woman per se, or any, and I don't want to victim shame or anything like that. I'm just saying that, like, and I could use Ruben Foster from the 49ers as an example where his girlfriend just kept lying to the police that he was putting hands on her. And then, like, just over and over and over again would lie and then, you know, came out. That, that she was lied. You know what I mean? She was like, she just kept making it up because she didn't want this motherfucker to leave her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's sick. Yeah. You know, um, that's a form of narcissism. Yeah. You ever, you ever have a homie? He's always around. He's kicking. He's a hell of a guy. And he finds a girl, right? And this girl now, she, it's all his time. He don't even see his family or his friends now. It's just all, because she's like, what are you doing? She, she just wants all the attention. She's a narcissist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, you know, you know what, what goes hand in hand with narcissism? Egos. You, you know, you know what tames egos? Discipline. You know what they teach in sports? How to be disciplined. Yeah. What's hard and what's hard to discipline is people's greed. Cause it'd be easy to get someone on that side. Hey man, and what if I paid you an extra, you know, blah, 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 fill in the blank, right? And yeah. all you got to do is help us rig this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, and then who wants that? To, so who, so that would be the people that came from nothing. Fuck, man. You know what? I'll do it. Because then you start thinking about all the family you could take care of and how your life's going to change. Because you're like, you know, you're a, you're a, you're a placeholder. You know what I mean? Yeah. For Can you sure. imagine that? You can be just a placeholder, like I just gotta fuck up a certain amount of fucking kicks and punts, and you know what I mean? Field goal yep. attempts, whatever it is. However, you're helping to rig, quote unquote, right? And then, yeah. then you know who is driven by? It's driven by the narcissists that are in the league that want to keep winning, and where yeah. there's some narrative behind them. Like, why did the Patriots? You, you know what I always thought was funny? Because I have I have several Bogart conspiracies where it's like I used to think like. Whenever there was a city about to win the big one, there the, the rappers from that city or just the people that made music, they're blowing up the charts. For example, 
You know what I'm saying? When when Snoop and Dre and them, they made their, their when the West Coast got back on the map, because we fell off to New York after Pac died. Remember that? Yeah. We came back. Well, it was the L.A. It was L.A.'s dynasty. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Rams. Right? Yeah. Rams were winning that year, those years. When 9-11 happens, bro, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because then now the literal Patriots, like, we're in America, the Patriot way. And now here's a team, the Patriots, the underdogs. This is crowning them to be the, the measuring stick of yeah. who's the baddest motherfuckers as far as organizations go. That was the birth of that. Yeah. And, you know, what does is, what is Robert Kraft say? He says, when the game started, we were all divided, but we're all patriots. And it's you know what I mean, like what's more patriotic than Kraft mac and cheese, right? And and, and cheating. <laughs> what's more patriotic than cheating and lying about it? You know yeah. the forefathers, the forefathers. You think they did things the patriotic way? Fuck no, they raped and pillaged and had slaves. <laughs> and when they finally, when they revolted from the queen, they were like, I, right, this is what we'll tell them. Write this down. Write this down. Okay, forefathers, we're all great. Stand-up guys, right? Right? <laughs> and write that down. He's like, you know, tell them about all the slaves I had. No, no, no. Maybe we should put that. <laughs> right? Because you have the power. You tell them. You know who else is the power? Whoever controls the media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's sure. why it's funny because everybody's their own media these days. As far as regular people on social media. But right. you know who controls that? The people, the influencers. Yeah. Whoever can get something to trend. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And now that's why I'm not like, you know, shows like McAfee and them, they start talking about this rigging shit when we were talking about it like a month ago. Yeah. You know I mean? Because now that is driving narrative because the other motherfuckers with louder voices are talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It, it's funny because this is the, the whole the NFL's rigged conversation has been going on since I could remember. Yeah. Cause there's always some questionable shit, you know, it always seems like someone's cheating. And I look at this, the super fan nation on Facebook. What up? He said, if you know how the sausage is made, you can tell by when a new wrestler is introduced to WWE instantly when they have their matches upsetting someone that's above them. As far as like a fan favorite, I use that to gauge if he can get over more new people start to go high and go down there, start I mean, high and then go down. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But see, that's also because when Vince was running shit, too, he could just decide, hey, I'm going to give this guy a push. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could be the guy he's been telling you, hey, I'm going to give you a push. He did that to Razor Ramon, right? Razor, yeah. We're going to give you a push. We're going to give you a push. Never came. Never gave him a push. You know I mean? Christy said, why is my wife charging me for content on OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this came from. Me neither. But this made me fucking laugh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wonder if maybe he's talking about what's her name. And Marco said the tuck rule wasn't that a change because of Brady. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, what? Well, it wasn't a change. It was just a rule that no one has never seen implicated. And in fact, that it was in such a big spot. I mean, I've never heard of that rule till then. But at the time, I'm a freshman in high school. Yeah. When that game happened. I don't know the ins and outs of, the, the, of, of all the football rules. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? And a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> you know what I mean, I didn't know that the forward motion, if the ball's out, but your hand's doing a forward motion, that's an incomplete pass. Because it used to be before, like you just whack the guy, you don't matter what he's doing, that ball's out before his knees hit the ground. 
And That's Tina said two two rules that benefit a lot of QBs. Who's the money makers of the NFL? Who who are more than likely the faces of the NFL from period to period? It's the QBs. Of course they want to keep them. Imagine if Joe Montana was able to play 10 years longer than he did. Imagine if Steve Young was but, able but to play that's 10 the years thing, longer though, than like, he did. I mean, see, that's the thing. Is I, This is where I would argue the errors. I mean, maybe it was rigged to where they let them hit it harder back then. <laughs> because, man... Like they broke not every, Sturman. They did stern him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like they killed that motherfucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Steve Young had a dumbass, so many concussions. And then what's funny too is like, and when I was in high school, like the 2000s and watching football, like, man, concussions, like you would see people get their bell rung all the time. They'd come back the next week. You know what I mean? Every, like every play almost, it seemed like there's some. Play. And if you're on and every play, the offense and defensive linemen, you're punching each other in the face. You're literally smacking each other's head, you know, as you're going in. I mean, that's <laughs> those guys probably have so many concussions. Probably they're probably just used to it. It's yeah. Crazy. I don't know, but see, here's the thing. You know, said Troy Aikman would have won 15 Super Bowls. It's not a good storyline, no, you know. You know, actually, not a good storyline. I think Troy Aikman winning it three times is kind of proof that the NFL is rigged, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't they been able to get back ever since then? <laughs> Jerry Jones is like, look here, I'll agree to the whole rigging thing, but I need three of them. And then like, you got to give like, me three early. You got to prove it to like, me. It can't be three in a row. <coughs> Done deal. You got to prove it to me. He's like, right. He got three in what? The first six or seven years that he had the team. Because it wasn't like 1989. And then it, when yeah. he got it in the 92, 93, 95. <laughs> Derek said bogey's a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm so sour. <laughs> so now I'm just taking it all out on the Cowboys fest. <laughs> And has said the uh, and has because chaotic brought up like the NCAA and has said NCAA whole isn't rigged, but they have plenty of cases of officials tainting the NCAA games as well. Yeah. 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 And we know, I mean, we know about the mob ties to fucking college basketball, you know, rigging games. So, I mean, but it's yeah, never um, been like the entire league. That's what, uh, that's what the difference is. We're t- what we're talking well, about the, the entire NFL it? being rigged. His name is Michael Francis, right? Mm-hmm. This dude is fucking awesome. He's one. He's a he's a made man, like a literal made man. But he's one of the only guys that's still alive to this day that never snitched on nobody, or at least that we know of, right? Never ratted on nobody. He did time, but when he got out, he made so much money for the mob that he was, you know, he was able to just like go and do legit things. You know what I mean? Because he did his time, and by the time he got out, most of the families had crumbled in New York City. You know what I mean? It's like the right. late 80s or whatnot. But yeah. his name is Michael Francis. And he said part of it, one of his special rackets was paying basketball players to shave points. Yeah. I mean, pay a referee to make, you know, and, you know, and then, you know, they asked him on Vlad TV, they said, well, how would you, how would you rig a game then? You know yeah. what I mean? That's, you know, so say it's a referee. Hey, you know, we need them. It's it's a plus seven spread. The referee knows that, so it's on him. Oh yeah, if he needs to call a couple fouls, 
if he needs to call a fucking this or that, you know what I mean? He knows you got to keep it. And he said, then on the other side of it, they could have a player in there. And he's exactly. a star player, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. He's a star player in the smaller schools. Because you can't just leave it up to one person no matter what. There's too many variables that mm-hmm. can come in play. Yeah. And everybody like, being in on it, like that's a whole other story. And then, and then you choose. He said, then you got to pick and choose. Are you the favorites? Right? Oh, you're the favorites. Okay, we're taking a dive here. You know what I mean? All the money's coming in on y'all. We're betting the underdogs. It's plus seven, whatever. You get what I'm saying? And and my, this is Michael Francis, the guy who's like, this is how we used to do it. You know what I mean? Then they said, he said, you know, the Pete Roses and the, what's the guy in the NBA? The fucking- Donahue. Uh, or Donahue, Donahue. Donahue. Yeah, Tim Donahue. Tim or Donahue, Donahue. Yeah. Well, all those motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? They were all tied in with the underworld some way or another. You know what I mean? Yeah, Donnie, he did fucking time behind that shit and wrote a whole yeah. book about it. I never read it because he's like a scumbag. Yeah, I wonder if he. I wonder if, if he per se was was still like with organized crime or whatnot. You know what I mean? Tim Donnie, yeah. his was in the two thousands already. And know? look at this: what Tino says. That's how you know it ain't rigged. If it's rigged, you have the two biggest fan bases face each other in the Super Bowl every year and cash out. Not really though. Because does the best person always win the championship in wrestling? It's like it's more of the storyline of them getting there and like coming up short, you know, is like a better storyline. I mean, I'm going to use, I'll use, okay. Is it rigged that 9-11 happens then the, the most patriotic named team, the New England Patriots, starts their dynasty and beats the reigning champion or the, the heavily favored Kurt Warner and the Rams, right? Because the Patriots and, never and then, won anything at that point. Like, until no. that. And they've actually lost Super Bowls before yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now, with that said, right? It After Katrina, which is horrible, right? You know, it's, what is it? How long till, till Drew Brees and them win that then? Literally so the, next the, next the next year. The next year. Right? So is this rigged? <laughs> or is this just like, you know, something, some intangible that you pull out from your soul? You know what I mean? Peyton Manning did throw an interception on that final drive to like, <laughs> for the Saints to ice it. Like, it's kind of crazy. Very, very uncharacteristically of, of a guy like Peyton. I mean, shit, Peyton Manning, his, his dad played for the Saints. Oh, no. <laughs> his, dad said, his dad was the one that approached him. Look, son, your time will come. And but, Tino, not true. He said, uh, no, but the most popular wrestlers are in the main event in WrestleMania. Not necessarily. I mean, Undertaker. Usually like the second card, the, 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 the pre-card, right? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, Rock and, Stone, Rock and Stone Cold. You know, they main evented three times, you know, just them by themselves. It's like the most that's ever happened where the same guys do. But, like, you can only have two people there. You know, like Undertaker, like, his storyline of, like, the undefeated streak, like, almost overshadowed the main event sometimes. Yeah, but that, that's also a specific case because that was, you know, 20, 22 years in the making of, like, now you got to tune in to see if he's going to lose or not. You know what I mean? Like, that became, like, the only thing. That's, like, that's like that that is not not even equivalent to Goldberg's. That blows Goldberg's streak out the water. Like, this is, like, a, you know, the Super Bowl of uh, – it's the Super Bowl of wrestling events, right? Yeah. This guy undefeated for it. But then again, too, rigged. Hey, how about this? How about this? Okay, when the Detroit Pistons won it, right? Which which one? Not not in the bad boys. 
2004 when they beat yeah. the, the Lakers, when they put that whole mink shift team together of all the free agents. Yeah. Gary Payton and Paul Malone. And... Was it, did, did Eminem not have like the number one record that year? Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know, uh, when can't, I mean, I mean, Drake's been popular. Drake, Drake's different because he's been popular for out of Canada for so long. Because, I mean, he had, a, he had a number one record when they beat the Warriors a couple years ago. Yeah. I don't know. It's just always funny to me. Like, they're, oh, okay, but here, look at this. This trumps what I'm saying, though. Remember Black and Yellow? Black yeah. and Yellow, Black and Yellow. Yeah. You know, there was a pit, like an unofficial Pittsburgh Steelers anthem. They, they went on to lose to the Packers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, but there's always like, like, I mean, there's countless examples of this where like some major sports team goes or a major sports market, they go like when the Mavericks were, were killing it, right? The Dallas Mavericks, the, the one when the Houston Rockets, there's just always, there's always some to other forms of entertainment that's killing it from that same region. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but then would you say it's rigged or, or is it just, is it just some special energy that's happening around this time, this, this time and place? You know what I mean? Cause yeah. you know me, I'm a psychedelic user. So I'm, I mean, I, 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 I tend to think that way. You know what I mean? Okay. And I guess the timeline is a little bit wrong for me. Marco said the Katrina happened in 2005 and they won Super Bowl in 2010. Nine. So the 2009 well, season. The 2009 season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it did, but they didn't. I think that was the first year they played back in the Thunder. Yeah, because they, yeah, because, yeah, the whole thing got like, yeah, shut down, like the whole stadium or whatever. Like, yeah, they played at like different places. Maybe it was only a year that they did that. I can't really remember. They played in different places. I know. I remember Spencer was telling me about this. He was breaking it down to me one time, but yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's why they call them breezes. Yeah. They call them Drew Breezes. Like he didn't save him, like Jesus, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, shit. Breeze, shout out to Breezes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess it just seemed like the last of the next year, but I yeah. mean, listen, but, but it was definitely the first year they were back in there. You know what I mean? Back in the stadium. Okay, you want to know what's crazy? Who's the ALS guy? Remember, he yeah. blocks the fucking Steve something. He blocks the punt, pick, recovers it, runs it back from the Saints. Right mm-hmm. on the on the ten year anniversary when everyone was doing the ALS bucket challenge, remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. Somebody on the Saints did the same thing to the Falcons, the same team they played, blocked the shit, scooped in and scored. Okay, is that something in the air, or is that like <laughs> let's rig this shit? Give the people a gun, something they want to save. Because <laughs> how hard is it to do that? Yeah. All right, you're gonna you're the gunner. You're the gunner. The punter's gonna punt, kick the ball. I mean, the, Steve Gleason. The there we go. Alan got it for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is crazy. I don't. I don't know, man. Because I swear, if it's rigged, I'm mad. Because how come I don't have that job as one of the real writers? <laughs> it, it would be drama filled. It would just be like a <laughs> CTV if I could write this shit. <laughs> And Tino said, if it was rigged, they did Tony Romo so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, he also came, but he also came oh, from no. nowhere, too. Are y'all ready for this? Let's hear it. You knew it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll come up. He said, <laughs> I- Marty said they did the Bills dirty in the 90s. That's for sure. 
Okay, I mean, shit, the Bills still haven't won shit. Like, so, like, until uh, until they actually win something, they're still getting done dirty. Hey, what about Tony Romo, bro? Let's go back to Tony Romo. Tony Romo knows his rig. He's in on it. You know why? When he's calling them games, he's like, it's going to be it's gonna be a, a quick outright. I'm telling you, Nance, quick outright. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, I told you. And it's like, does he Tony Romo's got the script. Does he have the script? Or is he's he just it. looking at the formations and he's a fucking, he played QB for hell long. You know what I mean? And he could tell. You know what I mean? Oh, oh here comes, oh, watch the stunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just yeah. everything. Like, and that's why I love watching him because he fucking makes you see the game differently, right? Or does he have the script? <laughs> yeah, he's got the playbook. And when you used to go to a play, right? Back in the days, if you go to a play or any kind of event, right? What do they do? They give you a program. This is what's going to happen, right? In order. Maybe not how it's going to happen per se, but definitely in order of what you expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give you a program, right? Little little pamphlet they would hand you right when you walk in that motherfucker. Here's your program. Yeah. <laughs> and Marco said, had an argument with a friend about the Saints Super Bowl win. Sort of a Mandela effect. Kind of, right? Because, I mean... Louisiana was fucked up for like, or you know, for so long. I mean, or at least New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like it was like right after. I mean, okay. And Marco said, "Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. That's what the Bills stands for." Wow. (laughs) No, but it's it's boy, I love, love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love losing. There it is. I was like, "Where's the other L?" You got to put three L's. I love, love losing. <laughs> hey, okay. Here's one. Tina uh, says, good at reading defense is just bad at football. <laughs> when they when they go ahead and... Uh, oh, that's funny. When they go ahead and uh, do the no call for the Rams, right? The, the Rams, uh, Bradley Roby Coleman, you know what I'm saying? Clearly pass interference. It's a no call. It was on, I want to say it was on Dan Arnold too. The tight end, was that him? I forget who it was, but, but, you know, the Saints receiver gets blasted. They don't call it. Rams go on to win. You know, you could, I was screaming conspiracy because the Rams had a new stadium coming up. It's the biggest, baddest stadium. It's the NFL Network's headquarters and where it's like, it's so big. And there's like a sky bridge and you walk across the sky bridge from the stadium. And then you go to the next building and that's the NFL Network building. Like it's about to be the most grande fucking the Taj Mahal of stadiums type of shit, right? Yeah. And, you know, and it's going to be a lot of money and they got to fill it with fans that this team, the Rams, don't have. So yeah. why not send their ass to the Super Bowl and reassure it? Maybe they're already a good team, so you don't necessarily have to rig it, but once it started to get in jeopardy, like, no, the Rams got to prevail. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? And really and, just the one... The, the non-PI call. You know, I mean, that's one that people could look back on forever and be like, why wasn't that shit well, called? I mean, T- Tino will remember this one. You know I mean? There was two in a row. That one year is the 2014 playoff season. So so it, was, it, it was, might have been 2015 already, like the January, right? But remember, it's uh, it's it's the Lions-Cowboys. He, you know what I'm saying? Tino said, I don't remember anything. Listen, the Lions, <laughs> and see, we're from the east side. We're from the east side. I ain't remember nothing. I didn't see nothing. I don't know nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at they. It, it, there's a PI. There's a PI, and, and and the lines are driving to beat the Cowboys. Right? They're driving. They need they need a score to beat them. And there's like there's a clear PI on the Cowboys, 
and the ref throws the flag. And then he looks around, and they give him the look, and he picks it back up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like, the next any, week, did anybody see that I dropped this and then picks it up, puts it back in his pocket? The, right? And the next <laughs> week, the Cowboys win that. Then the next week, what happens? It's the fucking Des Bryant catch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, see, this is like, I mean, what <laughs> what do they want? They wanted Russ to go and then lose to the Patriots. Why is it like it's just like okay, we want the Rams to go on and lose to the Patriots? Do you know, you know why Texas the Patriots are behind everything, bro? You know why they don't need the Cowboys? <laughs> oh the my god! It's because everybody in Texas is going to watch the Super Bowl anyway. They could just play with your heartstrings and make sure that you're like invested, invested enough to think that next year is always your year. Uncle Jerry's <laughs> like, people will pay to see us lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what costs a lot? You know what people pay for? Joy. You know what they'll pay even more for? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> they'll keep coming back, man. You know what? I mean, especially when it comes to the dope, you even think about that. Like, you know, the real, real good dope, it keeps people too satisfied. You know, yeah, it's you like, it. yeah. If, you if, don't if, want to die happy. Well, I'm not, I'm not just talking you don't about cut it. No OD, you know, that, and then most of the time you ain't going to have no pure shit like that. Dang bogey. All right. Yeah. Messing trying to mess up my analogy, but it's like, if you give them too much of the good dope, they're going to get way too satisfied. It's like, you got to keep it to where it's like, to where they're always chasing. So here's my analogy. If the dope is so good, you're not chasing all the time. You got to keep it to where it's mediocre enough to where you're always chasing. You're just itching. (laughs) (laughs) Very sunny. <laughs> and Tina's like, LOL. People will pay to see us lose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was kind of a play on the Fresh Prince. Remember that when they lose? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They will pay to come here and lose. <laughs> Talking the way fun. <laughs> Man, it's so cool. Every all these sitcoms, they always get a cool Vegas show. It's all. It's all about the cool Vegas show. Always one. When we're, I mean, you ever fuck with friends stuff? At no, all? No. Okay. No. Friends is really dumb. I think that's why I like it. I, could, I, 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 I could not relate to the I could not relate to them enough to watch it. <laughs> See, here, here's the thing. I, I don't think I could either, but it's like it's just the it's it's the writers. It's the same people that brought us Cheers, and I love Cheers. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cheers, Which I never people. fucked with either, kind of before my time, my I guess. Time. It, they just did the same structure pretty much, you know what I mean? But yeah. like Roseanne, like you know why? I, I listen. I loved Roseanne, and it wasn't until later on when they syndicated it on Nickelodeon, and I just and my girl, she she was into it, so I watched it, and I was like, yeah, it's just hella funny. I didn't know Norm Macdonald was one of the writers. Oh really? Yeah, like no wonder it's fucking funny. You know what I mean? No wonder it was like some gritty ass shit on fucking NBC or whatever. You know what I mean? Pretty <laughs> compared to like the Full Houses of the World, and you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, the super bubbly sitcoms or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Juggernaut said Cal Rip Kevin Costner supposedly sleeps with Cal Ripken Jr.'s wife, threatened streak. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Costner was like, listen, you know who I am? Your wife will sleep with me. 
I'm gonna hang out after you go. Oh yeah, cause so and then he put this one earlier. Calvert and Junior's uh, record streak of games was saved by an international power outage. Crazy. I mean, like, I remember when the okay, look at yeah, Marco said it, you have parts of the Cheers theme theme song in your intro. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I've got, like I said, I grew up watching Cheers. I always wanted to flip that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I was like, ooh, when I was looking for something to use for FNT, I was like, oh, I'm gonna use that thing because I wanted this to be like a place like that, right? Yeah, for sure. And it, and it definitely is. Like FNT people come to rock with us. And we yeah. and everybody, everybody we know everybody's name, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, we changed it around to be like one day a week or whatever, like last year. But we're gonna keep this like pretty much like five days a week unless something comes up to where yeah, you know we might miss a day here or there or something. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. regular life. But like as long as as long as the motherfuckers is free, we rocking this thing. Yeah, hell I yeah. Mean, that was part of the conversation when you when you first pitched it to me. You're like, I don't know what we're gonna do, but we need like a daily show. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, we shit. Okay, how about this? Here, here's another one. Here's another one that my mind has explored. Because now I'm starting to now now I think I might I think I might believe it's rigged. You ready for this? Let's see. Let's hear. Patriots. The Patriots are behind it all. <laughs> okay, because look at the examples we just said. Though there's a couple of them. Like I, I wonder who. Okay, look this up. Who did the Ram? Who did the Rams beat to go see New England? Like who? What was the NFC Championship that year? So what? What would that be? Ninety nine? No, no, two thousand. Because it's the two thousand of oh, two thousand two, the two thousand one season. That's right. Because it was the nine eleven year. And then, and then who was in the AFC? Oh, and then it was, it was the happened? Eagles versus the Rams. See, look at that. They had to beat the mighty. That was the mighty fucking what's his name? But the mighty Andy Reid, bruh. Yeah. Was that I mean, already there? I'm sure. Yeah, it yeah, definitely it was. Be, right? yeah. It definitely was. Okay, what was the other example? Oh, yeah. So just so the Patriots can start their, their dynasty, right? Yeah. 22 to 16. Mm. Okay, who did, and then and then that was the tough rule game, right? Where the Raiders lost to the they had, well, they had in the in the other in the other game. Yeah, in the other game. On the other oh, side. Oh, actually, no, no, I'm wrong about that. 29 to 24. Hmm. That's weird. How do you get to that? Was the, that, that was the first downs, is what I was uh, reading off the 22 to 16 by accident. Oh, yeah, so they, they scored 10 points in the first quarter, three in the second quarter, quarter, nine in the third quarter, and then seven in the fourth quarter. So just four field goals getting make or five field goals and two touchdowns. Oh, oh, and then look at this. Okay, so then tell me now, tell me why. There's like I said earlier, the, the, what was that? Oh, all those calls I was talking about in that Detroit game. Where the, the non the, the, the guy picks up the flag from the PI, then the Cowboys go on the next week and there's a fucking Des Bryant catch to win the fucking game. Yeah. Right? To win the fucking game. And they're like, no, that's not a touchdown reception at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Matter of fact, that's not even the catch. <laughs> even the catch. Crazy. They said it wasn't even the catch. Yeah. Right. Only, only for only for the for the for the Seahawks to go on and beat the, the and beat the Rogers and them in overtime. That's another thing too. Like you know they had they flipped them big old stupid coins. It's like you know if, if someone calls heads, okay, you, you're probably trained how to toss this motherfucker to make it land on that way. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Right? Because then <laughs> Rogers never sees the ball. And mind you, this is in the mind of someone who believes it's rigged, right? Only for them to go on to lose to the Patriots when they should have ran the ball with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean. And then, then there's the no-call in pass interference. Yeah, sure, sure, son. There's a no-call pass interference against the Saints. I mean, of the against the Rams, only for them to go on and lose to the Patriots. Yeah. Take it out, dude. Okay. Pretty freaking wild, man. It is a super wild, right? I could, oh, we man. could literally do a show once a week, and I would just spend all week finding different examples of this shit, and it could be the show called It's Rigged. And people would and love it. People would love it. <laughs> I, I don't even necessarily have to believe it, but I bet you the more and more we dig, we'd be like, God damn, this motherfucker's rigged. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just look at what we're thinking of right now, just off of our, off the dome, without like doing any research. Oh, I've been thinking about this my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If it's, listen, I hope it's rigged that Tom Brady comes back, comes to the Niners. The oh, look at this. Alan says, so what was the real reason behind the Super Bowl blackout between the 49ers and the Ravens? Because we know that shit wasn't on accident. See, there's another weird-ass fucking thing. I mean, well, that one's easy, bro. It was me. I unplugged that shit. Why? It screwed you guys over. <laughs> nah, we were losing. We were losing bad. Zero momentum. Let's, okay. You know what's crazy is that if you, if you go and watch that game, that's when we do, that's when we start. Okay, you want to know what the conspiracy on that game is, too? They're talking about this all Illuminati shit, right? Like, two, like, and when, whenever it comes to, like, some fucking sacrifice shit or whatever, or all this Illuminati, like, demonic shit, you need things like siblings or twins. And you had the two Harbaugh's and our brothers coaching this shit. You know, you had the fucking, the, they like to do everything in forms of variations of three, yeah. right? It's like, oh, it was a 33-minute blackout. And you know, it might you know, I might have had a clock like I, I 33 plug it back in, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then they're like, and then they're like, oh, everything was black and gold, and, and the, the halftime show is Beyonce, and they're throwing up fucking the eye of the the eye of the fucking the all-seeing eye triangles, and you know what I mean? Like right. it's all these stupid conspiracies, right? And you know, but it didn't matter, like my Niners still went on to lose, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so how is that rigged? Like that's just I think that's just I think they just didn't pay the bill, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just didn't pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's what it was, right? Because I know everyone's dealt with this. Where you you're know what's funny? cut off or some shit and it's like, oh, you gotta go pay that shit right now. And yeah, it takes I mean, a little minute to kick back. I in. mean, listen, bro, you know how you know how I always go into meetings. <laughs> that's why we tell y'all. So, you know what I mean? Appreciate the support. And you shout out the sponsors. They keep the lights on. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's, they keep bogey out of the matrix. Okay, listen. Here's here's another one. Is like that New Orleans game, right? I mean, th th that game was in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It was, you know, you know, there's meaning to that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just always gonna be some kind of way you could spin it. You just gotta be intelligent and you know what I mean? Yeah, find things to, to to write your script for your narrative, and it's only after the fact. Right. Turn off. No, turn on. Okay, here you go, dude. I yeah. thought it was a Disney Channel. Yeah. I can find Disney Channel down here. You want to watch Disney Channel, dude? Yeah, but I find 
Yeah, he made. He, I, just, oh, I had a, I had another big conspiracy theory I was about to make up right now. Fuck, ain't a thought. Disney, there's so many conspiracy theories there. Right. That's you know, it's a crazy train, baby. And Tino said the show's gone off the rails. It's because there's no news today. Like, I mean, we got like a week and a half before the Super Bowl. Like, there's no news about anything other than this kind of shit that we're talking about right now. We just took it, it all is. the way off the rails. Okay, look at look at. I'm not going anywhere, son. Relax. I'm just. She look is loading up. Oh shit! Up. Alan said, "Did any New England teams win after the Boston Marathon bombing?" Yeah. Yeah. What year was? That? I mean, shit. Didn't the I mean, the, the, the Red Sox? The, the Red Sox forever. The Red Sox won. Oh, I heard a bad Norm McDonald joke. That clock told me. You ready for this? Is this is? And when I say bad, I mean because it's so good. He was like. He was like, a normal dog, like, yeah, I turned on the TV, and I saw the Boston bombing, you know, I just, you know, I just didn't want to, you know, people were texting me like, hey, Norm, don't do it, you know, and he said, I don't want to cross that line, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he said, I didn't want to cross the line, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Didn't uh, what I'm I'm looking at it wasn't that the year that the Red Sox won in 2016? Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, it's around that time. I would I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, no, I, the no, no, it the bombing happened in 2013, and they won in 2013. Yeah, when the bombing happened in the summer, April 15th. So like at the start okay, of the spring, start of the baseball yeah. season, pretty much. Yeah, and it's like, okay, did they rig it for Boston to win after that out of sympathy, or did that did that team pull something out of them? Like, they, you know, reached out in their soul and was like, we're gonna do this for the city of Boston, <laughs> <laughs> and all the and all the victims of the bombing. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't. Tino said, "I think Mahomes is probably a lizard person, and so is his father." Hey, man, sees lizard people are crazy, right? I mean, they're very talented. Those lizard people. <laughs> you know, okay. You want to know a theory that I heard from somebody that's a lizard, tr- a people truther? He said uh-huh. they're right in plain sight, bro. You just, he said, the regular human eye won't see them as lizards, bro. I was like, are you fucking? Oh my god, dude! I thought so it was now, more. I thought it was I, more I, like I, my the way that I thought about it, which I don't really believe in the lizard people, but like. What I would think it would be more like a men in black thing where they're taking the people and they're putting them on as suits. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's how we wouldn't know. No, but they're saying they're like actual standing lizard humanoids that are like six feet plus tall. Well, I mean, I've watched the YouTube videos where it shows them like blinking a different way or like things like that, but who knows? I mean, those shits could be doctored, right? Yeah. I want to be- listen, I want to believe it all. Here's another thing, too, is like, uh, okay, if I am, if I'm in the fifth, if I'm in the in the mesoteric, the Mesoamerica, right? Say I'm in Mesoamerica, and I see these white people, bro. You know what I mean? I'm probably gonna go up to them, start touching them in the face. I ain't never seen these motherfuckers. If I knew it, I'd be like, oh my god, it's the white devil! Everyone run, <laughs> right? Because I never seen this yet. Here's another example, so I wouldn't know how to react to it. Here's another example. If I, if I, how would I describe this person? You know what I mean? I, if I didn't have a basic comparison, just like if you saw alien shit, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you're, hold on, dude. Okay. What? Because <laughs> he's just like, I'm right. He wants me to do something for him. I'm doing it without like acknowledging him. So I'm just yeah. Talk. He yeah. The question. I'm doing it. He's just yelling the question over and over. And over. I'm like, oh, hold on, dude. You gonna do it? <laughs> I'm mid story. It's like if I wasn't, if I was one of Alexander's like soldiers, right, in Alexandria, and I saw a fucking UFO in the sky, a disc. How would I describe it? I wouldn't be like, bro, I saw a UFO, bro. The fucking alien shit. I'd be like, I saw some shit. It <laughs> yeah. Looks like a shield. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a big shield, bro. Nah, man, shields don't fly, bro. <laughs> or like, say me. I'm in like the great Northwest and I'm hiking in the forest for some reason. Maybe I'm burying a body. I don't know. I don't know why am I in the forest. Who knows? But if I saw a big hairy thing, it could have been a bear. But you know, and I don't got the greatest eyes when I'm looking like, you know, you know, 60 yards away. I might see the thing like, oh shit, that's clearly the Bigfoot. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> but if I never heard of Bigfoot, I probably, I probably know, oh, that's a bear right there. Or just like, there's a big ass fucking furry thing looking at me about to eat me. Yeah. And I'd be like, it was a monster. It was a... The chupacabra, it was the fucking the Sasquatch, whatever the fuck regional myth was. And after they asked me for the tree fitty, then I noticed that it was the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> oh man. And Bankslot said, You guys hear about Devontae Adams posting a picture of catching an over-the-shoulder pass from Rogers in silver and black. He said we need to get rid of Carbaclore the Pro Bowl, and uh, Rogers may be a raider soon. I mean that's the low hanging that's the low hanging fruit Adams and Rogers like linking back up again. Yeah, I mean, but still, and 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 it would make sense because he has no no trade clause, and they don't, and you know, I mean, that's a guy who can go somewhere and still be like, all right, if we don't get it this year, in a few years we can get the pieces we need. See, yeah. Brady got to go somewhere would be now. And Marco's telling me about uh, Stargate right now. Never heard of that. You're going to try to make me go down a rabbit hole or something? Love Stargate. So Stargate, it's, 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 it's the, they made a movie about it. I don't remember them. And I know they had a series. I don't remember any details about it, but I will say. Marty Raiders are in the AFC. That's what you're talking about. Oh yeah, but Stargate, right? So like, the, you know, people believe that, like the people believe these, like the pyramids on earth, you know what I'm saying? And the, the, the reason why we position them, where we position them, where they, they match with the equinox and, 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 and they, they, they line up with the Orion's belt. And you know what I'm saying? Like these just, you know, measurements are the universal language. And like, you know, there's electromagnetic fields that they call lipids and shit like that. Yeah. And like these things are positioned because these could be like portals or it's like I can walk into this motherfucker and then transfer myself through a stargate to another temple or pyramid or whatnot. That's why I like these geometrical shapes and patterns. They ain't no fucking coincidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why they're yeah. But also I believe like, you know, we're at a very low state of consciousness as a human race in general. And we probably love, and you know, through natural disasters and, and massive extinction or almost like near extinctions, we done lost the knowledge of shit that we've known from, you know, thousands of years. And we're just this young version of us, you know what yeah. I mean? That's, you know what I'm saying? And we're, we're barely learning how to interface 
with other things, but we're doing it through devices and technology versus like they might have knew how to travel through dimensions back in those times. They might have been common knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Tino said Bigfoot is real. I seen him at Target and he had a headband on and was buying Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love how confident and sure he was, bro. I'm telling you. This was fucking him. This was, it was him, bro. And he's getting and I, I'm like, why you like Pepsi? Like, all these motherfuckers have cutting them this whole time. They can't even put Pepsi out. They just had to go to the right target. I mean, shit. I, I mean, I posted the video. You guys saw it. I saw the fucking DeLorean, and it was out of Walmart in fucking Vegas. You're in the wrong thing. Hold on, Trey. Let me find this thing real quick. So man, I mean these these guys do exist. I mean Doc Brown is out there, and and Marco said that was him. That's Marco from the future coming back to the present <laughs> to go to Walmart to make sure to get some good deals because everything's way too expensive. In the I mean, it's a dude. It's a dude who hadn't shaved since quarantine. He's like, <laughs> he's like it's about he's like the world opened up. Time to get some razors. And Tino said, bro, I was shocked too. Pepsi, really? I know, man, because we know Coke is better. Come on. Right? I mean, well, Pepsi, maybe that's why. It's, it's the drink for this. If you're a Bigfoot, you already know. <laughs> maybe because you've been eating them. Ooh, maybe he eats them coca leaves. Some American coca leaves. I found it. This one? No, go on. Tino said Bigfoot's fuck with heavy Pepsi heavy, bro. There's too much carbonation in the Coke. They don't like it. They don't like it. As Sir Bong said, Jack Lynx would not lie. They definitely wouldn't. Come on, Bogey. Push it already. Push it real good. Man, got to get that drop. <laughs> oh, no. This is it right here. This is the one you want. This is the episode you're looking for. Yeah, peanut butter wafers. Pepsi is too sweet. Yeah, it's too too sugary for me. It doesn't have that. Like, I don't know. Like, when you drink, like, a Coke, like, you get the so much carbonation. Like, ah, you know? <laughs> it's not it. Okay. Damn, that's not the right one. <laughs> not the right one. Antonio said, y'all see they're making a movie about the bear doing cocaine. You know Bogey's seen that. The one you you yesterday, uh, <laughs> I sent you the link yesterday. I said, oh my God, they're making a movie about it. <laughs> Crazy story to begin I with. Know. The bear that just, I yeah, starts doing all the cocaine. And did they even say like what it was? Do you remember like in the actual story I what it know. was? This one, this one, <laughs> or this one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, bro. That was mad difficult. <laughs> trying to find Thanks the one. He's looking for, looking for a specific episode. Banks, uh, Banks a lot said Bigfoot is real. He just shaves and works under houses. Ain't that right, Chris? Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know what? what Tina said, say. yeah, Antonio, it looks so dope. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, we're all going to watch that shit in the theater. And then, and then Huss was like, you know that's going to be bad. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's a co- it's a, a bear who eats a bunch of cocaine. I'm, I'm sure, like, when a bear finds a cocaine, 
They said does a bunch of cocaine. Do you yeah, think he's actually like sniffing around? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. What do humans do, right? Humans, they find something, they go, oh, what's that, right? They might verbally, you know, they might grab it and feel it. What's this, right? See, an animal is going to go up and smell, smell that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I remember we used to go, when we used to, like, party at my boy's studio, you know what I'm saying? We'd go there, you know, we'd be hella drunk, and they'd be chopping down, you know, some, some leanness. And, like, he had a dog in there, bro, and then, like, shit would fall on the floor, and the dog would immediately go to it. Yeah, and I would just, I would just laugh because I'm like the diet because he knew what to do too. Go in there, and like smell it off the ground. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, your dog's a look. But my boy was a crazy ass fucking chowderhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, damn, bro. He, I'm like, he's so much a chowderhead. The dog, the dog knows what's up. You know what I mean? And Tino, that story is like the story of the bear, like finding cocaine and like, you know, doing it and going out some rampage. But it's yeah. for sure true. I mean, yeah, yeah they're going to Hollywood this movie like a, I'm like crazy, but. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it was like a five, six hour rampage before they, they finally took the bear down. Yeah. And I think the bear managed to kill a, a handful of people on this. I mean, I, I remember I already knew you when this happened. I yeah, because you were the one who told me about it. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, bro, this bear went crazy on the chow vein. But see, look at it. In, 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 the, in, in the trailer, it's like, a motherfucker's like, oh, someone's at the door. It's a fucking bear. You know what I mean? I'm like, yes. Dang it. I, I, I. I pull I pulled it up. Tino, I was gonna pull it up, but New York Times says subscribe, so yeah, I'm not gonna subscribe to it. But uh, yeah, but it was uh, it was hey, real. Hey, you we, know what? You can find you can oh you can find an article. Yeah, well Tino he put a link to an article, but it was the oh, New yeah, York yeah. Times, so it wouldn't let me see more than the title. Yeah, but. really. I think it's happened somewhere in like Tennessee. And then like, I mean, obviously, because you know, that's like a form of like, you know, moving the child missile, right? Like you you know, you fly in a plane, you Georgia. Fly Georgia. Okay. So, because I mean, that would still make sense though, because you're coming in from the south. You're yeah. probably playing, you're flying in low enough. You're flying in low enough that you're not getting, you know, getting, getting, getting on nobody's radar. Did, you know, he said, damn, I exposed myself. Yeah, I read the New York Times. <laughs> hey, listen, man, he works, he works for the MIB. Remember? Like, he's like, when you want the real news, you go to this stuff. He's like, this is the trash. <laughs> Remember what was it? it was like the USA USA Today and New York Times and all the fucking yeah yeah and real then, news kid yeah went went to the National Inquisitor or National Informer or whatever the fuck one of those <laughs> yeah bro it's yeah it's gonna be you can't hear it here let me turn it Marco said I also heard that Independence Day was based on a true story see that's what's crazy because like I mean Independence you know, Day it was rigged because America won bro the world won. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marco. That, no, they 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 used a fake name. They didn't do the National Enquirer, but that's what like they're that's what they're talking about, though, or making fun of. Yeah, they're in in, in a Men in Black. Yeah, so it's like yeah, it was like the National, yeah, not National Informer, some shit like that. Like one of the word, the Inquisitor was changed, or Inquirer was changed. Yeah, National Inquirer. Like, I think it was the National Inquisitor or whatever it was. Yeah, it was something like that. Antonio said, I'm bring a bear to Vegas and we'll party with him, Bogart. <laughs> Man, so I know you guys haven't seen, uh, well, I mean, if you've seen Bachelor Party, throw it in the chat. I mean, there's one funny ass like part in there where, so they, 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 they find a donkey or not find, but they rent a donkey and they bring it into their hotel room in the bachelor party <laughs> and it was this lady who was going to have a donkey show you know there but before the donkey show could happen <laughs> the the donkey 
found all the drugs the that was on the table. Was the donkey show when they she donkey? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yep. And uh, but before that happened. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yellow> donkey show. <laughs> <laughs> but before they could get to the you know to the main part of the show the donkey jump oh man we got away from but oh there he is yeah the donkey it jumps up on the table finds all the blow and all the pills and starts oh, the token. <laughs> oh this is this is 1982 huh yeah 81 or 82 something like that it's so old that they were watching porn on a projector <laughs> i mean shit there i mean I mean, it's so old that don that like donkey shows were a thing still. <laughs> like, okay, uh, I heard on that I forget what show I was watching, but they were talking about like doing comedy shows in like Washington State and like how like. <laughs> but like outside of like Seattle, it's like a bunch of like rural rural areas, rural. Rural, yeah, yeah. Rural, rude, rural, rural. But like, yeah, like you can go and find places like in a farm, and you can pay to watch women fuck like donkeys and shit. Yeah. Like, wow, that's fucking crazy, bro. Because I see the donkey show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was funny. <laughs> donkey show, hella queer. Uh, <laughs> Oh, he was clear as fuck when he said that. Like, like super clear. Like, I've never heard him speak any any clearer than that. <laughs> no, <I'm serious>. <laughs> <laughs> the enunciation is perfect. <laughs> I'm like, I've never, I've never heard him speak so clear. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's always mad gibberish. I gotta sort out. So it's oh, almost man. like another. Like another language that I figured out. You know what I mean? Yeah, people are definitely gonna know what he said. They may be a little confused about why he's saying it, but that's why I love my boy. <laughs> he's the one and, of uh, my yeah, Alan, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> it was 1982 or whatever, 1981, something like that, when Bachelor Party came out. Man, so funny. Alan said, wait till he tells his teacher at school <laughs> he wants the class to go to a donkey show. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's the sad part about it is that, like, he, I mean, he'd yeah. be like, well, that's a donkey, right? Yeah. Like, What's she doing here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's man. Like a petting zoo, I'll tell you that much. And Marco said, might be a Mandela effect on my end, but I don't remember that aliens tried to conquer the earth. <laughs> I mean, I don't think aliens ever tried to conquer the earth, but I mean, I don't know. Do aliens really exist, though? crazy to think that they don't somewhere in this universe it's funny like well i mean okay look at this like maybe maybe not in this universe but if you believe in you know the multiverse then that means there's an infinite amount of like we've love you boy we've already had this conversation an infinite amount of times in that case right yeah the probability the probability of anything you could imagine is is infinite so is, are we alone in the universe? Fuck no. Based on those terms, there's other versions of us out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's parallel universes. That's why that's one of those theories where deja vu comes from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god, I feel like I've been here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
it might be that there's an infinite amount of times you have been in this same spot or lived this same moment, but just variations of it. And you just hang it, Alan. You beat me to it. Yeah. Okay. Bachelor party came out in 1984. <laughs> meet okay. Nick. Uh, yeah, meet Mr. Nicholas or better known as Nick the Dick. The Dick. <laughs> Legendary. And it's funny because you see him struggling, not struggling, but shimmying, you know, to like pull it out. And he like he he finally gets it and scoops it out. And then like you just hear oh, it like you hear it like don't go in there like that. You hear it flop on the ground. Oh so 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 that's funny because that's been took that they took that in several different joints. Yeah, for sure. To a lot of different. I mean, you know, it's just Super what's funny. that one? Uh, what's the South Park homies movie, right? Basketball. Yeah, when it, well, yeah, they swing it. <laughs> yeah, like almost hits her or almost hits just her. Hit her yeah, yeah, almost smashed her first. Yeah, <laughs> you're just two men with humongous egos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so funny when uh, when he pulls it out in bachelor party and you hear it hit the ground and then because you can't see it obviously yeah. and uh, but then it pans back to Tom Hanks and everyone they're like clapping hey yo. <laughs> they were like, I was really impressed when they opened the Sears Tower, but this thing, oh, this is a thing of beauty. <laughs> I remember, yes. No, it's cold outside. Do you want me to open the Alan said, I remember sneaking that VHS and recording it <laughs> in like six different segments where my parents would go out of the house. Yeah, because there's a whole bunch of titties in that movie, you know, so. <laughs> hey, you, you know what's hella funny? Back in the days when, like, we started having, like, you know, internet access and stuff like that. It's probably like junior high-ish. And then they had that, uh, or maybe early 2000s. When they had, like, the, uh, they, hey, look, there he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ghost, mon- Ghost Monkey Nick, better known as Nick the Dick. Oh, okay, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So remember Ripley's Believe It or Not? Yeah. For sure. Or like Guinness World Book of Records, stuff like that. Yeah. Remember we started just going down the rabbit holes online, searching the different ones. You know what I mean? And, and you know, when you're a young, like, stupid teenager, it's like, bro, who has the biggest dick in the world, bro? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and there was this guy, I showed him, right? I mean, he was the guy at the time. And he had, uh, I think it was like a 17-inch cock or something like that. <laughs> or 24-inch or whatever. Something crazy. Something ridiculous. Yeah. And went like to the point that when he had an erection, he would like. <laughs> Damn it. Bogey always going into the matrix at the wrong time, right before he's giving us this big buildup. <laughs> you now you're just leaving me with blue balls. And like, <laughs> there you go. I'm back. So I felt yeah. bad for the dude, man, because when I was reading about him, right? Well, you said right when he was gonna get a boner, and then you then so yeah, go like, back he, to that. Go back to that. that. So when he would, when he, you know, I mean, there's so much blood that goes into the thing while he damn near passes out. You know what I mean? Oh shit! And, and he was like, so he, I guess he was so girthy that he couldn't even like, you know, there was no woman that he could like. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. He might, he might have had to fuck like rhinoceroses or something, bro, <laughs> or like something. Because and so like I would imagine like this guy was like, and he would like. It's funny because in the picture of him, he was in a wheelchair and he had one leg up. And I was like, oh, he probably puts, he probably aligns it on that leg. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know those wheelchairs where you like, see, you broke your leg, you had a finger, it had your leg up. You know what I mean? Marty yeah, said, getting lightheaded from a boner. That's wild. Yeah, because I mean, remember in Chicha Chong, oh, oh, the blood's rushing from my head. I'm going to, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> 
business book we were bro we were dying reading about this guy bro and it was just sad because like that's crazy he was like a lonely guy you know what i mean he, he was like i'm sure show. everyone wishes they could have the biggest hog in the world you know but i mean heavy heavy to wear that crown i guess i mean <laughs> i mean shit even like well, how are you gonna hide that thing right you know what i mean clothes <laughs> like as big as your leg <laughs> you gotta start wearing like okay how about this too I mean, I mean, how? Listen, bro, having the biggest dick in the world, you can't even fuck no bitches, bro. No regular bitches. They think you're a freak. You're like a sideshow. <laughs> oh my god, here goes the giant dick. <laughs> it's not like in those pornos where they see it and they're like, "Wow!" And then, but they actually fuck. My arm. And they still fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. gonna happen like that with civilians. <laughs> fuck no. They're gonna see that shit and be scared to death. <laughs> I mean, maybe he should have went into adult film, right? <laughs> hey, look at. See, nowadays, I bet you that guy died, right? But I bet you if he was alive now, his OnlyFans would go crazy, bruh. There might be a mother. There'd just be so many weirdos that would just want to see that, bruh. And they would pay for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of weird people in the world that pay. Motherfuckers are paying to look at feet. It's crazy, yeah. bruh. Yeah. I should yeah. start OnlyFans. I got some ugly-ass feet. I bet you the motherfuckers there. There's some ugly feet-loving motherfuckers out there. The uglier the better <laughs> one of the times i was watching tiktok this person was like i started it i started a, an only fans and it's just pictures of my feet and you know what i found out 30 days in <laughs> like that nobody wants to see my feet <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny or like you gotta get unique with it like you gotta like do like i don't know like dick in a sock puppet shows or something you know what i mean you gotta <laughs> You gotta like what if hold on, on hold on hold on i think i got a great idea what <laughs> if you had an only fans and you talked about fantasy football yeah. <laughs> but guys, i'm not taking off my clothes <laughs> oh, he knows that he's the dick of the sock puppet show it's so fire i'm just saying <laughs> You know how many people I would pay to see that guy, you know. Bro? I heard it. Listen, it's not about the dicks and the socks, bro. It's about the story, the writing, bro. It's such good writing. Have you paid attention to the stories, characters? <laughs> they're getting crazy. Fucking <laughs> 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 innovative, bro. Cutting edge. <laughs> Cutting edge. <laughs> Oh, I'm dead. Son, I can grab something upstairs. You want to come here? Anyway, I'm coming right back. Oh man, I'm dying. This is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> this is a non this is a non mushroom show, and I'm like crying with tears because I'm laughing so much. Well, I mean, you know what's crazy too is like whenever I'm on the mushroom, I don't even want to talk about no conspiracies. Conspiracies yeah. are for like those motherfuckers who's like, bro, you ready to get you ready ready to blow your mind, bro? Like you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Down for this one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you smoke weed, and next thing you know, four hours and one by. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how it used to be, though, back in the days when we first got our hands on the internet. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, bro. I remember oh, that shit. Oh, Bogey, you can get big time. Tina said, let me produce your OnlyFans, Bogey. <laughs> oh, there you go. 
<laughs> I'll tell you, the dick in the sock puppet shows, and then we can get celebrities to come and do guest appearances. Like Steve O would be like the first one. I swear to God, he would come on. Cause you remember that? You remember that shit? Uh, um, in was it Jackass One or Jackass Two? I can't remember, but remember yeah, with the snake. The snake yeah, his dick. He had the, the little. He had the snake. We didn't know what it was dick. until it panned out, because <laughs> it was just all zoomed in. We didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> right, and that fucking it just latched right onto it. And yeah, it, man. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you definitely don't want any party boy or Tom Green, you know, snakes running around. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> in August. Oh man. Just don't, you know, in August, just don't fucking don't go into the desert. I'll tell you that much. Tino said celebrity dicks and socks. <laughs> you know, Will had the best, you know, Will had the best idea about like celebrities, remember? I'm gonna we're gonna see <laughs> you beat me to it, motherfucker. <laughs> Celebrities houses. houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was a shit. Oh, because Jody, right? Her friend Jody was published. He's like, he's like, listen, I'm published too. Yeah. And it was a, a Jen Jay Leno, remember? Yeah, pouring the pouring the pot of coffee. <laughs> but they said that he was pouring motor oil. Because <laughs> he's, he's the greasy car guy. Yeah, and then uh, what was it? So he goes on the show, and the, what was it? There's a comedian, so he tricks the comedian so he could take his spot. And he was like, he, he's like, man, he's like, bro, I tell a joke about how I'm so pro-black, I won't even pick the cotton out of an Advil, right? <laughs> and like, Will comes out there, he's like, yeah, like, I won't even, like, pick cotton out of Advil, you know? He's like, black, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that show was so good. Yeah, yeah. Poor Will Smith. It, <laughs> hey, listen, it's not rigged. If it's rigged, it, was it rigged for Chris Rock to just? Be, is, is this because he has a he has a special coming up soon? I mean, hey, the timing. I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It, and when the special has got his out, name pretty damn relevant again, it'll be like a calendar year. Since 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 the, the incident, since the slap heard around the world, yeah, basically. I mean, none of us even watched that award show. We all heard about this shit. Like, I mean, and you know, I'm, I'm still with it. It was it was a word. I don't know. And then the guy, he, he basically told him. Uh, Tino said, "I can't get over the dick in a sock puppet show. That shit is too funny." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, but like, it would just be like the most riveting. <laughs> crazier than the Telemundo stories, you know, because like they'd be having some wild off the wall shit in there. See, there it is. We're taking Telemundo storytelling skills, right? <laughs> and we're we're getting... wrapping it up with sock puppets. <laughs> and when we mean wrapped, <laughs> we mean dicks. Yeah, we're, we're putting some <laughs> dick socks. For sure. <laughs> oh, that's funny as fuck. It's one of the more brilliant ideas I've came up with so <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm high, but <laughs> we're, we're California sober right California now. California sober. And um, Alan, said, <laughs> Alan said there's a reality competition series where the premise is to find the worst porn star in America. I mean, they'd be going through a lot, that's for sure. I mean, it's funny because it's like I'm like amateur porn. That's like we live in the era of like where there's like 
categories of this shit, right? A bogey. Tina already thought of the name of it. He said, "Bogey presents the Gilgamesh Dick in the Sock Show." <laughs> <laughs> and Crispy said, like "My dick starred in that show." <laughs> he's the <clears throat> he's the fatherly figure that shows young Gilgamesh how to, how to make it through the tough world of being a dick in a sock. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, said a six part show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but the dude, though, the dude with the the big ass dick in in his thing, the big ass, the the world's biggest dick or whatever. Man, he was like a sideshow, right? And like, I I swear, if that dude was alive today, it's so crazy because there's so many women that are ambitious. Like, women probably would have fucked him for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude had like a, a two foot dick, bro. That's incredible. <laughs> you know I mean? There's a um, there was a black dude. They called him Black Superman. He was from Cuba, uh, and like when whenever you go to like Havana, you would go to like the strip club, and he had a show where he would just bang chicks, right, or and or animals. You know what I mean? But he just was well endowed. This guy, and I think he ended up dying with some kind of fucking gangrene. Because of his, his 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 penis, but his name's the Black Superman from Cuba. If you, if you can look this dude up, bro, like this this is it's, it's crazy. But this dude, I think he was gay, like you know, outside of work. But like he would just bang these these women. People used to come far and wide and watch the show. You know what I mean? The Black Superman. You know what I mean? He's got the biggest dick in the world. You know what I'm saying? Or at least you know back then, before the internet, before before Gettys started going around, right? Can you imagine that? How did Gettys get started? Like he, he saw somebody shoot a gun, right? He was like, you know what? You're the best shooter in the world, most accurate. You get his world world record, right? Like, how do you know this guy is the best? This guy, he goes, you know what? Twenty four inch dick. I've seen plenty of dicks. This is the biggest. I'm Gettys. I declare this the biggest dick in the world. The Gettys Book of World Records. You know what I mean? Yeah. How the fuck did they know back then? And like I remember, you know, like the 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 the, the website we were looking on, like I was like this one dude, the longest fingernails in the world. You know, when you never cut them, they start to like wrap around. Dude never cut his nails his whole life, and he's like, he feels like he just has suffers from so much pain from carrying around the nails. And like I'm like, bro, cut your nails right now that you got the record. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess that was his whole life's goal, right? Yeah. I'm like, this boy, you gotta be ball. You gotta be balling, or like. There's got to be money, like, and fame that come with this. Because it's like, who's going to stick around you to feed your dumb ass, right? Yeah, yeah. you going to eat like a dog? <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, you oh, know what? said we could do the Othello scene next. He said there's a beheading scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to have to make sure you get a little extra, you know, on the, uh, get a little fluff in there. So right when the beheading scene comes, <laughs> that it's coming it's gonna make you shrivel up like real quick you know right. <laughs> so right. oh my cut, cut. cut boom <laughs> you better start stroking that dick right now man <laughs> straighten that staff out this is the money shot right here <laughs> straight stroke that shaft god damn it gonna treat him just like in the workaholics episode remember when they turned blake into like the porn star on the college campus oh what i ain't seen that one yeah, and uh, he was just being treated like a big piece of meat. 
<laughs> and they're like, here, just take this weed, take this drinks. Yeah, you're going to be all right, big boy. You know, and he was fucking a girl. Like, I mean, she was super hot, you know, too. But it was just like the whole allure, like of porno and everything, like totally got yeah. changed. Like, especially for Adam. Yeah, like he went into this. Uh, he was like, women love making pornos. And like, she was like, do you know that some of these women are like moms? And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what if it was your mom? And it was like, my mom doesn't make pornog. She makes ham sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, then it totally like changed everything. And then he went on a mission to go take down like this porno, you know, shooting that happened on like the college campus or whatever. And he does his investigation. And then he jumps in on it. And he's like, Blake, you're the pornogger. <laughs> 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 he got all porn moral on him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about what's that dude's name? Damn, I, he's in. He's like in hella. He always portrays like a well endowed guy, but he was in that movie Girl Next Door. You remember that movie? Uh. Uh-uh. So it's these high school kids, and his his neighbor, his neighbor's probably like eighteen, but she's already doing porn. Okay. And he saw her in a porn. And then he sees her and she's, she's coming to visit her aunt and like stay for the summer or whatever. Yeah. But she's like, she's probably not 18. She's older, but she's, but like, so he's jocking next door and he sees her like undressing and whatnot. And then like, you know, she catches him looking at her. So she makes him like strip and like run through the streets at night. You know what I mean? And she kind of yeah. just leaves him. You know, gets her revenge, but she's like, so they, they she knows how the porn star homegirls so then they, they come up with this whole scheme, like, okay, and, you know, these new these, these, these they're going to shoot a porno. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, with the prom theme. So they're shooting it, like, at prom. And they go to, you know, they, they go to, like, a classroom and whatnot. But they turn it into, like, a sex ed video. Make hella money. So it's not, there's no fucking in it, but it's just showing the proper way. It just has hot women. They're showing you the proper way how to put a condom on and whatnot. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but see, and that's just so funny because... Man, when you think about the sex ed education that they taught us in school, it, it's like they would show you like a diagram of like a penis like sliced vertically. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. This is what my penis would look like if you sliced off half of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really. Like, you know, the same thing with a woman. They kind of like it's like a it's like a, a a silhouette of a woman like cut in half. So they're showing you all their like into all her woman parts. Yeah. You know, it's so stupid. They don't even teach you anything. They, they, they tell you that, yes, you know, penetration is intercourse and ejaculation and this and that. And this is how babies are. This is how you impregnate and, you know, the menstrual cycle. And they teach you all that stuff. And it's like, but they ain't teaching you how to fuck. Yeah. You know I mean, you know, teach motherfuckers how to fuck pornos, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. And like cool, like cool older homies. I was like, listen, bro, you got to go in and up the pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, oh, word. You know what I mean? He's there thinking like, oh, that's right. Okay, you gotta go in. You gotta go in and up the pussy. You know what I mean? Shout out to my older cousins. They gave me like the map. They're like, listen, you t- listen. Right, you see the panties? Hang them right. Go straight up the pussy. You know what I mean? Said, How are babies made? Hold on, let me write this down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know what? I'll tell you this much: when it comes to making babies. <laughs> Don't, don't trust the guy who doesn't have a bunch of kids. Ask a guy yeah. like Bogart, who's got four of them. 
<laughs> Listen, I'd be I'd be the guy that comes in and teach you a prevention even. Because <laughs> I have so many kids that I gotta I gotta prevent having them motherfuckers. You know what I mean? There's this I method. There's a method that some old school, you know, people they, they might like to do. You it's gotta dilute risky. your ejaculate. You gotta dilute your your, your nut, bro. Well, I was and gonna say it's, it's called serving, bro. It's called the pullout. <laughs> okay, See, but, but this is how you strengthen your pullout game: is you gotta self serve like three, four times in the day before you get fornicated. <laughs> so now you're diluted so much, it's damn near shooting blanks, bro. <laughs> Couple that would pull it out, man. You're in the you're in the clear, man. Phil in the house. What up? You came in at a good time. <laughs> yeah, teaching people sex sex education these days. <laughs> yeah, even uh, what's a movie? Dirty Work. When when he's telling when Pops is telling Norm Macdonald about how he's his son as well, and uh, he has the locket, and it's him having sex <laughs> with his mom. <laughs> and he was like, "I'm sorry, yeah. son, but back then we didn't have these fancy birth control methods like pulling out." <laughs> And he's like, ah, stop doing dirty things for a second. <laughs> oh my god! So but they were, but they were swingers. They're like, what? You were, you cheated on on Sam's mom? He's like, no, she was there too. Who oh, do you think they were brothers at the end? That's right. Yeah, half brothers. Their 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 moms were swingers. Well, their their mom and their dad <laughs> were were all swingers. That's funny. That's fucking funny. Oh, and Tino. Yeah, you're in this league, Tino. <laughs> We're probably going to start like, are we starting all three of them in the February? So the first one is going to be starting like on Tuesday. And okay. I think like the second one is going to be starting on Wednesday because nobody is going to be in like, like if you're in 17, you're not in 18 and vice versa, no matter what. But then there probably will be, there might be some people who are doubled up in the number 18 and 19. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure know. the first timers that are in 17 are going to want to do another one. Yeah. And seeing like, well, and seeing, I think that's why we should push it back to like the end of February. Because even Bakes a lot. He said, if I'm not in a, in a league already, can I be in the 19? So I have you in the 17, and you're in the 17 because that is like nobody in there except for me, obviously. And we're going to be making videos like around this shit. Like nobody's been in like a hustler dynasty league yet. And like, once you get like the little gist of like the drafting, you're going to want to join more, but that's why all those people are going to be in the first one that starts drafting because yeah, then the 19 is going to be coming maybe in like a week or two after that. And I'm, you know, last year we did seven of them. So who knows how many we have this year. I just thought of Dick and his sock puppets. It is <laughs> <laughs> the Dick and his sock puppet show. <laughs> Oh, that's just wrong on several levels because, like, <laughs> you almost have to say adult puppet show. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. To, like, you can't say, hey, guys, have you guys seen my dick in the puppet show? You know what I mean? <laughs> it just sounds wrong. But if you say my dick in the puppet adult puppet show, it's better. <laughs> and Tina said dick in the sock puppet show would sell out everywhere. <laughs> I'll take this, take the, the country by storm. Yeah. And everyone's just going to be sitting on the edge of their seat, just waiting for the ultimate climax. It's a coming, the coming of age story. <laughs> and Antonio said the cock magic in South Park was so funny. So fucking ridiculous, right? Like South Park is done. And 
I can relate almost anything in life to at the South Park somewhere. One of the episodes. What was it when they were like Jared from Subway? This is was was he already like a pedophile when they made fun of him, or was he just Jared from Subway? He was just Jared from Subway, and they were like, "Oh, he's so like, I got to lose all that weight." He's an AIDS. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had several AIDS. <laughs> and he, all my AIDS <laughs> helped me with everything. They they helped me with everything. It's like you could have said like. My help helped me with everything. My help aided me with everything. Maybe he could have just switched those words. Well, no, because it, it was like AIDS, like helpers, I, I believe is what it was. Like my my AIDS. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. Tina said, imagine Madison Square Garden center stage. Just bogey. In <laughs> oh, shit. See, and it'd be highly controversial because like, It'd be one of those puppet shows where, like, you know how they they wear all black, you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. So they, so they. Okay, I'll make you one another one. Okay, and the on. light is just in front of you, so yeah, they don't see. But like, I just, but I'm covered in black paint, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it'll be, and it'll be the shot heard around the world. But like, oh my god, he did. Like, did you know Bogey's doing black body, bro? <laughs> <laughs> But he's doing and Marco the, the Madison Sock Garden. All I know is one of those puppets better be named Mr. Socko. Right? <laughs> I mean, listen, bro. It's, there's, there's, what was the name? Gilgamesh. Yeah, Gil, yeah Gilgamesh. Wasn't Gilgamesh the bad guy? Smurf, Smurfs? Yeah. Yeah, Smurfs. let me. Let me see. Hold on. Let me get back to it. Where was it? Yeah, Gilgamesh. It's like, what did that guy? That guy had zero time on it. He's like, fuck, I gotta find these motherfuckers. He was the he was like the crazy guy that no one wanted to believe, huh? Like he's like, listen, they're out there, man. I'm telling you. These little blue things. <laughs> Gilgamesh, you need to stop running around in the forest. Uh-oh. Marco said Mr. Dicko. I like that. Um, Antonio said, "I'll make sure not to sit front row. Don't want to get hit with the shot heard around the world." Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's for sure. Robert, I mean, there to be all kind of uh, uh, Richards <laughs> starring uh, Bogart Scotty's cock, starring as Richard. <laughs> uh, we'll call it. We'll, we'll just go back to say by the bell. He's starring Richard Belding. <laughs> right? Look, Dick. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Belding. You know, I got a homie for real though. His name is Richard Robert. So I said, damn, bro, that's fucked up. You're Dicky Roberts. <laughs> yeah, he's Dick Bobby, even. <laughs> Dick Bob. <laughs> you know, said Gilgamesh is a story about a king becoming immortal. And they would try yeah. to hit him with the sword, but the sword would break. Yeah, was that? That was like one of those biblical stories, right? One of the Old Testament joints. Oh, uh, there you go. Phillips said Gargamel. Yep, that was it. You're Gargamel. Right. There, there you go. go. Good shit. Good shit. Ten points. <laughs> <laughs> Marty said from rags to Richard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Listen, bro. That'll be the day. Shit's fucking hilarious. We take man. this fucking dick sock puppet show. <laughs> on the road. We're taking it to the moon, baby. Taking it to the moon. 
<laughs> They'll never know what hit him, bro. <laughs> Tina said, I think Gilgamesh is the oldest story found. That's tight. Because, like, those, oh, you know what's crazy? When you, if you ever get bored, you should look up some of them Old Testament stories because those are the ones where it's like, whoa. Like, it really, it, it would, those stories make sense if there was, like, supernatural abilities and or aliens and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those stories read better. They make sense if you put it in your, like, like Enoch, the story of Enoch, right? And it's funny because there's a homie named Hinnock. Tino knows him. But Hinnock, you know what I'm saying? The first time I ever, ever really got cool with him, I was like, hey, you're named after a biblical figure named Enoch. And he was like, you're the only person that's ever known that, right? Because Enoch is the, one of the only guys in the in the old in the the Bible itself where his his testimony is I saw it, not like you know Matthew twenty two and Jesus walked like not he's not just retelling somebody else's story. This you know you know a God came from the sky took me into the sky. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then told me that and God, and God told him you know God and, there, and he said there was many angels and gods and they all had names. And they're in a city that was floating above above the world. Is that, and then they said that uh, he told them that, that this pending that this pending a flood, and that, and, and, and that it was his grandson Noah that was gonna you know save you know save the world or whatever the fuck. Okay. But in that, yeah, it's nuts though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This and Marco Jay- said you want another conspiracy theory that the Smurfs are actually the KKK. Well, where, what would I mean, that what, what would that coincide with? Because usually I mean, they're on the they're on the, the white hoods. Right? It's the white hoods, probably. Yeah, and yeah. But then they're you know what I mean somebody might say a Crips, but then they'd be like, "Well, Papa Smurf wore red." You're like, ooh, you're right. Like, it has you that I mean? many believe that the psychedelics were involved in transmitting these Old Testament stories. Hell right? yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, I mean that's what's got changed from like a lot of this, you know, because like. Maybe some motherfuckers were on some heavy psychedelics and saw him turning water yeah, into wine, or you know, like, walking on some water. I mean, th- there's a there's a whole okay, John D. Ale- uh, John Allegra, John D. Marco Allegra, Allegra. Yeah, he uh-huh. wrote a book called The Sacred Mushroom at uh, The Sacred Mushroom and the Cross, and it's because he was one of like tw- twelve scholars that were all handpicked to, to diagnose the Dead Sea Scrolls. So we already had all these these versions of the Bible and whatnot for years, but then in the 50s, I think it was the 50s or the 60s, they found the, the, what they think is to believe believed to be the original scrolls that the Old Testament is, is based on, right? So it's these, uh-huh. it's these like copper scrolls and it has all, and it's in ancient Sumerian. So he's part of one, so all these motherfuckers they diagnosed or they 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 evaluated and whatnot, and they all come to the conclusion like, oh yeah, this is the old. Ah, bogey in the matrix. And Marty said, like the burning bush, and Alan said, maybe the mighty Morphin Power Rangers are all gay as the colors of the <laughs> Tina said the book is so dope. They took the scariest mushroom too. I forgot what it's called. Okay, okay, I'm back. Okay, so look, so he they all evaluate the Dead Sea Scrolls. And then um, everyone comes to the conclusion that, oh, yeah, this is the Old Testament and all the stories and blah, 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 blah. His was Jesus is a mushroom. Yeah, okay. And that, like, it was this group, like, it was these these three dudes 
that would go around healing people with this sacred mushroom. And they all, and like, it's just like, like I said, like if you was to drop a cell phone back in the days, in those days, people would think you're a sorcerer. So imagine like having this, this thing you eat, or, or right, and then you see God, right? And you're like, oh my right. God, you're gonna keep this a secret, especially from the Romans. So, so they named, so it was they codenamed it Jesus. You know what mm. I mean? Okay. And that, like, and all the stories and the tall tales would grow. That, like, you know, Jesus was around everywhere and would heal these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a theory, and what was crazy is that all over the world. Oh, and then, then so look at this. John D. Allegro, Marco, John Marco Allegro writes the book and then they fucking find him dead. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even even his death was like a crazy ass mystery because it was like they found his car and then like he it was like somewhere in the desert, like on the road. And then he was found in the desert, like dead. Damn. But there was like a bottle of like Coca-Cola. I don't know why this, why I remember this part, but it's like a bottle of Coca-Cola in his seat. You know what I mean? And that was like the only thing they found on him. You know what I mean? But but it's like, you know, just weird. I mean, because, you know, the Vatican or whoever, like, when you start, if there's something they're trying to cover up, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, imagine how if if Jesus ended up to be a mushroom for real. Yeah. Like, be like damn, they lied to us this whole time. What's crazy, too, is like Jesus is depicted as a mushroom. You could Google it right now. Just all you have to do is Google Jesus mushroom images. And all around the world in different stained, stained glass windows, You'll, in chapels and and churches all around the world, you'll see joints of Jesus depicted as a mushroom. Yeah, or with mushrooms around him, like it's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Marty said, "I wonder what the first motherfucker that licked the frog thought." <laughs> well, I mean, see, that's the thing. Though, is like, there's the five meo DMT. Like, you gotta smoke that shit, bro. Yeah. So not only did it have to get it from the Bavarian frog, but then they had to scrape, you know, you had to bleed or milk the frog and then dry that out and then you smoke that. So it's like, that is nuts too to, for like these ancient, like indigenous people that had the knowledge of these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or even like if you weren't getting it from, like look at ayahuasca, you gotta get the DM, you gotta get the DMT from, you know, plant A then take the roots from plant B and then you, then you, you do some kind of extraction with that root to, I mean, they use that root to extract the DMT. You know what I mean? Like this, this is an ancient process. It's fucking some science shit. Like that's insane. Like how did they know this? Just so, cause they knew it was going to open some portal where they could fucking, you know what I mean? Talk to God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you this and, and Tino said, you guys ever Google the Bible depicted angel pics? Uh-uh. I mean, they're probably scary. I would imagine those shits always scared me. You know what I mean? I mean, they say, you know, just motherfucking. Oh, they also say like, you know what I mean? You're not supposed to be able to see these beings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how would you ever right. be able to describe these beings? Like, they're so like. I remember I use the word awesome all the time. I used to never use the word awesome until I started doing psychedelics because I was never in awe before. You know what I mean? Right. And I, like when you know what I'm saying? When you when you go down, especially your five MEO DMT, like I was I've been in awe so many times where I'm like, yo, there is something greater out there. Whether it's good or evil, it's subjective to whatever your belief is. But man, there's something real out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm glad DMT. I'm glad the five MEO DMT is only like 20 minutes for real. Because that shit is crazy. It feels way longer. Cause maybe you're not in space time in that in that instance. Yeah. Or time space, whichever one applies there. <laughs> and yeah. Tina said, check out this video and tell me it's something you won't see on one of those doses. All right, hold on. Let's put it up here for people to see. Cause this looks pretty trippy. And uh, biblical accurate angels, they say. She looks super trippy. Yeah, freaky. Hell yeah, Tino. Super trippy. Yeah, bro. Like, listen, you want to know what's the trippiest? It's like, I remember Iffy, when, every time he would do Deemster with us. Uh, he would always describe these angelic figures that had wings, and he said they looked like women, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, then my boy, my boy Eric, who ain't never fucked with, with Iffy like that ever, he would have the same exact descriptions of these things that he would see, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But his was specific, it was always women. Like and an angelic women that were like flying and like look like energy beings, but like look like women, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mine, it was always like these aviator wearing looking motherfuckers with like these crazy ass look like they're wearing headdresses made of like energy and like they just look like the predator. Right. But they weren't scary to me, you know what I mean? But it just that's yeah. what it looked like to me. And like I remember this one time, yeah, you know, I'm chilling with my boy. He's the dude that gave me the deep story. I used to call him the shaman. And then he came through to my house and he had his wife beat her on. And he was, he was all, I never knew he was, he was all shouldered up. I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, I was like, that looks crazy. And he goes, and he goes, look at it. Don't you see those things? And I looked at it, I was like, dang, he got, he had drawn the things he would see. And then he had his boy tatted, you know what I mean? Crazy. But his were the fucking, the aviator wearing looking motherfuckers, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I say it looked like the Predator because, like, you know, the Predator has a mask, so you just see, like, the aviators. Right. And it would just be, like, this flowing fucking hair, but it's, like, energy. I don't know if you can call it hair. Just that's how I described it, but it was just, they would just be interchanging so fast while I'm flying through space and time, you know what I mean? Yeah, for and, sure. Like, it's kind of like, you know, I, I would always go back to see them again, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. know, there's so much going on, it's hard to describe them, and it just, but, like, when I, when other people, you know what I mean? Like when you hear other people's descriptions, like, whoa, shit, I was there. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's real, man. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. This is a good show. This is a good show today. We're almost at like three hours. And uh, yeah, see what we need to do. We need to like break these up into clips to where we can like, you know, just repurpose it again on YouTube and shit like that. Like, I'm like just leaving it as one three hour shot. Dick in the sock puppet shows. Oh yeah, for sure. Like we need to be sharing that on social media. People are, <laughs> well, I mean, people might start stealing the idea though. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, what they, what they say, biting, biting my styles, the fucking greatest form of flattery. Flattery. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Tapatio, give me money, by the way. <laughs> the best hot sauce for burritos and stuff. Yeah, man. That's why you got to get the big bottle. There we go. And uh, oh, and for those who didn't hear, so I, I think we're going to do it next week. We'll work on a, on a time and everything, but True Romance. That's going to be yeah. the next movie on the Silver Screen Breakdown. So make sure you guys are going and watching that in the meantime. And I'm sure a week from a week from tonight, maybe it might even be Thursday. We're gonna figure out if it'll be the regular playmaker night, but we're doing the fantasy award show. Yeah, the, yeah, you know the, I mean? yeah. It should be next week, right? Yeah, and it, it'll just be the, you know the playmakers. We're gonna come up with some categories. You know, maybe we'll have people vote on the spot. You know what I mean? Or you know, maybe we come up with all the categories beforehand. We get take it to the group. We'll figure it out, but. Now, I want to start doing it at Patreon because not that many people are really responding in the group anyways. So And the Patreon, that's... obviously, is people that are invested. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so we just got to get... I have a whole... Uh-oh. We just got to get people Somebody going up here. And no. Tina said, true romance is so fire. Hell yeah, bro. So you put it like this. It's Love a finger that. puppet. My Love son that. comes up to me with a finger puppet. A <laughs> What's this hole for? <laughs> All right, so son, you're not old enough to explain it to him. You're not old this enough. This doesn't seem right. Just stick your finger right there, Dean. <laughs> and Tino's a donkey show. <laughs> oh, man. Bogey in the Matrix. Let's see if he comes back. And we'll get one more bowl because I already got it packed here. And we're getting ready to get up out of here. There we go. Peace. We got back. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Peace out, everybody. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bust it down that blow out of East San Ho. What they know my name? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.